In the sweep of its appeal, its ability to touch every corner of humanity, football is the only game that needed to be invented. Sir Bobby Charlton. Ladies and gentlemen, and variations thereupon, welcome to Modern Escapism. Hello everybody out there and thank you for having us in your ears again this week. Um, as you can tell, hosting duties have fallen upon myself uh, for it is I, Stuart, aka Stig. Uh, this week I am joined by Dumican. Hello. Uh, Biggie. Hey buddy. And Oodles. Hey up. Not hung over this week, Oodles. We all no, feeling... mate. Not yeah? at all. Good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> Anyone else? No big, big big nights this weekend from anyone else? I went out for a few last night, but I'm okay. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> so, last week we had a brilliant episode on things we hate that everybody loves, and the feedback from that episode has been off the charts, to be honest. Brilliant's a strong it, word. Yes, <laughs> it has um, caused a lot of discussion across Twitter, across discords, and within our own discussion groups. And um, to be honest, I just want to fire straight into that because some of it's been excellent. So I'm good. Oodles is here with the Nexus this week to talk about what people have said about last week's episode. Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Nexus, everybody. Um, yeah, very um, uh, <laughs> polarizing episode to say the least. Um, let's we'll just we'll just dive right in there from the feedback we've received on Twitter. Um, the first one we've got is Little Lolly 2 Scoops at Little Lolly 2 1. Uh, finally finished it. What an absolute great episode. It had me tearing up at the mention of A Monster Calls. Outraged at what people hate and laughing at hosts' reactions to some of those. <laughs> I think it's right when they say Jeebus clearly doesn't like fun. I have to agree to that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Validating and triggering all at once. I challenge anyone I challenge anyone to listen to it and then not be something that makes you flip a table. <laughs> Which I was there live and I wanted to flip a table. So <laughs> there, there's so many times last week uh, this where I paused the episode and just had to furiously typing away on my phone into the Discord group about, no, this isn't right. No, you can't say that and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I missed my turning. I missed my yeah. turning for work because I was listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Star Wars chat and I spaced out for a second, literally, and I couldn't oh, believe it. I think last week there must have been about four or five things that I absolutely loved that just got absolutely nailed. So. Yeah, I know. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it, it, I think the message came across that uh, Jeebus's plan all along the polarizing episode. So let's crack on. Uh, Dave Lyons at Jimmy Jill Lickers. Okay, Jeebus is not going to make any friends and those opinions <laughs> with those opinions. But objectively, he's talking about an often poorly plotted, poorly characterized, poorly acted series of films which are living on the goodwill of the original two. And the half movies. He's talking about Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I mean, dedicated too long on that one, to be honest. Um, also, in a tangentially related story, our largely clueless re anything other than business or money CEO 
mentioned Spock from Star Wars in a company <laughs> speech yesterday. Our resident oh. Uber nerd looked visibly faint for a few seconds. <laughs> I think I'd be with him on that one, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. That's terrible. That's just That's terrible. Bad. That is, yeah. So bad. That's people who don't know what they're talking about trying to uh, <laughs> bring in pop culture and act yeah. cool. It reminds me of people completely that, wrong. It, it reminds me of people that kick tyres on cars and go, hmm, yeah, it's a good car, good motor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we've got John Cheatham at John Cheatham one. Um, really small. Uh, I don't like Tetris. That's fucked up in quotes. Made it made him chuckle. Uh, I there's love a few. That, that sums it up. Jeebus, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> there's a few takes on this episode that will stick with me. Loved it though, and think you've got a winning formula when there's a conversation like this about people's favourites in entertainment, and it is still so entertaining and good natured. Was a great listen. Ooh, love that. Mm. It really it was. It really was a good listen last week. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. It well, it, it, it well, it was um, strange to be live in that kind of episode. It was really antithesis of what I'm normally like. I'm really usually positive, so it was like yeah. Whoa. It was a strange one like that. I, I was just um, I was gutted. I couldn't um, like get my point across because I obviously you lost me for uh, well, Jeeves's you, you, you Star went Wars. The, you went out the airlock, but finally yeah, we've got you yeah. back. We found you. <laughs> um, <laughs> But man, I, I I was livid listening to it, you know. Oh, I was <laughs> living it. Um, the real rider at rider underscore five five five. Thoroughly enjoyed that today, fellas. Jeeva's comment in particular about windmilling left me howling. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we've got Lee Scovel at Pork Chop Express. <laughs> Love that. That's a good handle. Uh, posted a meme about Jeeva's destroying the joy of billions. We, obviously, if you check us on Twitter. At Modern Escapers, if you can see that. Uh, I think Lindy that Bailey. Was, oh, sorry, sorry, I just want to say, I think that was my, one of my favourite replies to that. <laughs> simple good. simple yeah. and to the point, and yeah. Jeebus is already getting memed, which is brilliant. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's just crazy that we've already get, we're already getting memed. <laughs> love it. So, uh, Lindy Bailey, at Lindy Bailey. Uh, I love these spicy takes. Short and sweet, love it. Uh, Kurt Lewin, at Angry Kurt, the, the, the good boy. He's a good boy, Angry Kurt. That bit under the railway bridge in Half Life Two, glad to see it got some love. Oh, yes, Kurt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he does like Half Life Two. Rushing me to <laughs> talking about bad Half Life Two. At least Gadget was there to stick up for it. Yeah, he was. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, Chris Winstanley, uh, Winstanley eighty six. Enjoyed that today, lads. These, these are the kind of this is the kind of feedback we need. Really mm. good, positive ones. Uh, my uh, arch rival and new nemesis, Monkey at Monk's Boy. Listen to you guys discussing Star Wars. Wanted to end it all. For someone who dislikes Star Wars, I was like, yes, I agree. But then you start discussing it in depth. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't win. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we discussed it in even more depth on Honor's Twitter. We, we had Ice Cream Gate and stuff like that. So <laughs> you definitely have to be in on our Twitter for some of the show. Not not most of the show. We, we're still early days on that. But, yeah, get involved at Modern Escapism. You'll see just so much back and forth. We will respond yeah. to most people at this point as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to be a ever presence on there where we can. It's uh, It's been really fun discussing that, especially the uh, little lolly two scoops and Lindy bringing up cookies and ice cream. That's been uh, <laughs> no, that's yeah. fucked up. Bit of a bit of a discussion <laughs> over the last two days. <laughs> Some of life's beautiful little treats, and I hate them. Uh, yeah. We've got uh, Johnny Bull, uh, 
jbone, at jboneds. Uh, I'll settle this right now. Cookies are good. Store chocolate in a cupboard. Vanilla ice cream is the perfect complement to any dessert. Crumble needs ice cream or custard or both. I agree. I absolutely so that, agree. All works. All works. Yeah, so, so that comes from, the, like I said, the discussion we had on Twitter, which kind of went from cookies and ice cream into... Kurt saying he thought vanilla ice cream was boring, and then I, <laughs> I made I made myself some crumbles last night. It didn't have any custard, so I had some ice cream with it, and I think that's perfectly normal. Exactly. So yeah, I wouldn't have both though. Ice cream and no. custard. I don't, no, yeah, no, 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 no. That's too much. But ice yeah. cream or custard, it's, it's brilliant. The cold complements the warm, or you just go all warm with the custard. And I drowned my crumble in custard as well. <laughs> like, it's basically a bowl of custard, and somewhere in there you'll find the crumble. <laughs> but that's all for us feedback, I believe, if, unless I'm missing anything. But absolutely keep it coming. E- even if it's a different episode and you've got feedback on a past episode, bring it forward, absolutely. We'll still bring it up on the show. So thank you, everyone, for that. So we're now going to go into the proper nexus because <laughs> uh, I've already cocked up my hosting duties. Uh, that last section is actually called Back in Time. This section oh, is the nexus. My bad too, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll take the brunt of that one with you. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get better. Don't worry. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna have a silent protest there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm outraged silently. So now we're gonna head into the nexus. This is the uh, section of the show where we talk the real about nexus. Me- the real nexus, yes, <laughs> where we talk about the media we've been consum- uh, consuming this week, um, mm. and this can range for it basically from whatever. So uh, first, I'm gonna start off with Biggie. Uh, Biggie, tell us what you've been uh, watching, reading, listening to, or whatever this week. Cool, thank you. Um, yeah, so I'll start off with uh, something that's taken up a lot of my spare time when I can get on it is um, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Ooh. So um, I am one of those people, favourite or not, that has never played multiplayer Call of Duty before, considering that I'm into first-person shooters and I played Battlefield. I played the main single campaign of COD, but I never used to touch the multiplayer. Same. And then they released uh, Warzone um, this time round to sort of jump onto the bandwagon of the Battle Royales. And again, wasn't interested until a couple of mates had downloaded it, gave it a shot and said, you know what, it's actually quite a bit of fun. So um, I went in, downloaded that, had a bash with them, we're playing Plunder. For anyone that doesn't know roughly what that game is about, uh, you go in as a team and you're basically looting lots of uh, buildings for money. Um, And the first team to get to a million wins the round. And if you kill people, you can take their loot and guns and all sorts of stuff like that. Oh, wow. I've never even heard of that. It's no, a lot of fun, yeah. it really is. Um, and then they did a free multiplayer weekend. So, of course, while we were playing that, we jumped on that to see what that was like. Cool. And the next thing you know, we all bought the main game so we could play multiplayer. So, <laughs> That's only EA's, uh, sorry, Activision's tactic of um, doing it that way absolutely works. Well, it worked on four of us. So, so is this the um, like just the standard multiplayer, like team deathmatch? And, and yeah, like I mean, there's lots of different rounds. Um, I won't go into depth about um, each individual one, but you've got your usual capture the flags. Um, take over the bases, demolition, all the kind of stuff you get in other games. But because it's all linked to Battle Pass, um, what's good about the Battle Pass is that you technically, um, if you're willing to invest your time, um, you only buy it once. Uh, it costs, I don't know, maybe seven or eight quid, something along those lines, to buy the original Battle Pass. And then if you play it enough, um, you earn points that you can then uh, cash in at the end to get your Battle Pass. You don't have to pay it again. And you can do that each season. That's um, really that's good. good. 
So yeah. yeah, it's again a little bit of investment, but once you've done that, you technically don't have to pay for anything again. Wow. Um, how much um, of the Battle Royale have you played? Um, do you know what? I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I've really? dropped it in and I'm out of either. it. I don't mind it, but um, the fact that, yes, uh, for, again, for those that don't know, if you die playing the Battle Royale side of things, um, your team can actually um, buy you back into the game, whereas in a lot of other Battle Royales... Oh, I don't like start, that. You're stuck for yeah. 20 minutes watching your team play, which has its pros and cons. But... No, I don't well, like for, that yeah, Your first... Um... Once you get killed the first time, you get oh, sent so to the, the gulag. You get yes. sent to the gulag, gulag, yeah, the gulag. and you sort of face off one on one with somebody That's else right. who's been killed. And the winner of that goes back into the game. That's right. If you lose that, you die, but you can be bought back in. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I like the I've been playing like it on the PlayStation Four. Uh, it's it's cross uh, platform as well, which is pretty good. We've stayed here. Um, um, is it on Stadia? Is it even on Stadia? Probably <laughs> no. not. I don't think <laughs> I don't, they, I don't think it is on Stadia. They don't but, do free um, games, do they? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's maybe there's a couple one of times, person playing it. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of times when I've been playing it on my PS4 recently. Um, it's, yeah, that's it's what my, I play on. It's powered down my, my PlayStation 4. It's an original one. It's just said like, oh, oh wow. your PlayStation, your PlayStation's too hot and just shut off. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Not the good heart either. Your PlayStation. But um, it, it, it's quite an enjoyable game. I'm my tactic on those games is basically cowardice. So it's just hide, <laughs> hide in the circle, and hope that enough people take each other out. Yeah, you before, see, uh, before they find I wanna, me. I want to get in. I want to get in and take people out and stuff like that. And, and that's why I prefer the multiplayer side because it is pretty full on, and it's a lot of spawn die, spawn die. But if you get your head around it, it's okay. So yeah, I, I like it. I like it. I've been enjoying playing it. So cool. I'm surprised I, I, how much. Another I've another it. thing. Another thing before we go any further, I'd be remiss if I don't if I don't mention this. I'm not even the host, but I'm jumping in. Uh, have you <laughs> have you finished Final Fantasy VII yet? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> <Fantastic. We're>, resume. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, I did transfer my save from my PSTV to my Vita. So I can be more comfortable step. with it. Yeah, yes. that's, that's the, uh, the hard bit done, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sit back for another couple of years. The ultimate boss. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. We caught, I, I, I think this is the first one that I've played this generation. I got ghosts mm. when I first got my PS4. I thought it was rubbish after about an hour. Sack that off. <laughs> and every other every other one I just haven't bothered with. I used to play them loads on a three sixty, but this generation I've just not bothered. And I tr- I tried a bit of uh, the Warzone, but the Battle Royale stuff. I just don't like Battle Royale games. I can't do them. So I literally uh, cannot yeah. do them. So I tried. I tried Fortnite. They, couldn't get yeah. it into it. Yeah. But now they put these new stuff in there. Um, I've still got it installed on my PS4, and I've always you know. Couple of mates, I play Battlefield with, jump onto oh, it. All three hundred so. gigabytes of it. Oh yeah, like I did, I did have it on my PC <laughs> and my PS4, and I was like, this is just taking space for my PC. And I just got <laughs> yeah. rid of it. It's like just sat there not getting played and no. stop it, stopping me from installing stuff that I want to play. So I was like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <go> on. <laughs> have you uh, anything else, Biggie? Uh, yeah, one thing that I just re- I thought was a bit interesting. Uh, a colleague from work plays uh, Modern Warfare on um, a PC. And he got perma banned the other week. Um, and Cheating. he explained to me, ah, yeah, but he said he doesn't cheat. Genuinely, I believe the guy that he doesn't cheat. And he's absolutely. He'd have no reason it. to lie to you, would he? Yeah. And he's lost 
everything that he's accumulated in that game. So he's talking about custom skins, everything that he's unlocked. His account wow. has gone. And I'm just like mind blown. And uh, apparently you can't appeal until maybe a month or so down the line. Uh, so yeah, he was did really it, frustrated. Did just... they give him a, a sort of reason of like nope, what what it, how he wow. cheated or nope, just be no. some salty, Came under the salty cheating, player? You know they shut you down. You're done. He's probably just really fucking good. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, again, I've not played with him, but um, yeah, I just couldn't believe that. Wow, really gutted for the guy. That's not good. I think that's really bad if you can't appeal if they can't provide evidence as to why that's happened. <laughs> yeah, it's probably just some. Yeah, like I say some salty player who just kept getting destroyed and was like, oh, I'm not having oh, this, in, I'm going to Can individuals gonna like, report people for things like yes. that? Like, yeah, yeah, cheating? Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Because sometimes it's like obvious when people are cheating. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, they'll, 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 follow, they'll, they'll follow someone, like someone's aim button, they'll follow someone through a wall and you'll pop mm-hmm. out and then you'll get shot. It's like, how would you yeah, even know yeah. I'm there? Because yeah. they can see you through the wall. <laughs> that's, I suppose that's one advantage of uh, playing it on a console. Yeah, I know it's yeah. it's meant to be a crossplay, but yeah, you might. Uh, wow, can't put those things on a console as far as I'm my aware, condolences so. to your friend, Biggie. Honestly, no, I, I was the same. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, funny mm. enough, he he set up another account so he could carry on playing. Um, Good. And he said he's going to pre-order the new one. So there you go. Oh, he's an animal. <laughs> I, exactly what I said. I said I'd be done with that game if it happened. To yeah, I've been with that company. I know. Yeah, and the, the other thing that I've been doing for no apparent reason, uh, went on to Disney Plus that I have for my daughter and started going back through the Marvel Universe again. Yes! Ah, That's what I like to hear. And I'm up to Avengers Age of Ultron. And oh, one thing that really mm. didn't realise first time around was that because of the gaps between the movies, now watching them is sort of quite close. Um, I can't think of the word. Uh, Proximity. Proximity, thank you. Um, <laughs> that it's just made it a bit more coherent because yeah. there are obviously those gaps in time where I couldn't remember. I watched these movies, I couldn't remember what had happened. I watched The Avengers and I thought, I don't remember anything about the plot at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just watching it again, I've uh, really enjoyed it the second time around. So, um, yeah. Yeah, because things like Thor the Dark World is quite malign. Like, it's not great, it's a bit boring. But actually, yeah, it's it. one of the more important ones. Yeah, especially, especially near the of, end, it is. Yeah, it involves one <laughs> yeah. of the Infinity Stones, so it's one of the more important ones. It's just not that great. But yeah, yeah I, a, I, it's I, old, but you're right. It's uh, yeah, it's okay. The bits in it. When yeah, I when, in, when Infinity War came out, I did a watch of every single one. So leading wow. up every night, uh, I did <laughs> a watch. It's Iron Man, and then I think I did the Incredible Hulk still as well, and Thor and Captain America Avengers, and I did one every night leading up to when Infinity War came out. Wow, super fan! So oh, I absolutely <laughs> love it. Absolutely, I, love I like them a lot. I like them a lot. Yeah, yeah I don't think there's is thoughts, actually a bad yeah. one. I don't think there's a really yeah. bad one. Might Some push for an ep- might push for an episode on the on the MCU. Absolutely, there's plenty, plenty to talk about. Yeah. Mm. And one last thing I wanted to quickly point out, um, just for uh, my own personal recommendation, is for anyone um, that's got an Xbox, the games with gold. Um, this month they've got the division. Oh. Which for anyone that's never played it, it's as it's free. Give it a go. Um, I 
when the beginning of the pandemic started. I watched the movie Contagion, not for any reason, just going to it. <laughs> so many people did that. It become, it I know, was like, it, it became yeah. like a little phenomenon, right? I was like, I don't uh, want to, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> but the way that movie ends, and because I've already played The Division, the way the movie ends is literally how The Division starts. Yeah, that's again. right. It's, the, it's just literally so close. So then, for a bit of cathartic reasons, I dived into The Division after watching the movie. And really enjoyed it. It felt like I was I making like a it. little difference. And I, I was a fan the first time around, but the fact that it's free this month, I just thought anyone that's never tried it, if you've got an Xbox, yeah. go for it. Can't go wrong with free, can you? No. no. Great. Brilliant. Um, so next up, Dimikin, what's have uh, you been up to this week? Uh, well, <laughs> I've had a week off work, so you'd think, oh. you know, lots of time there to... Play some games, watch some movies, but I've been painting. A, I've been painting. <laughs> I've been painting the dining room. Oh, so, yeah. but I I have managed to uh, play a short game called a short hike. Oh, um, I picked this up. Uh, this came out recently on the Switch. Um, I picked it up in a sale for four pounds something. I I think it's only five pounds uh, retail anyway, so it's, yeah, it's, it's not cheap. expensive. Uh, so this is. Um, you're playing, uh, your character is a small bird called Claire, who's on holiday at a place called Hawk Peak. Uh, objective of the game is to make it to the top of the mountain and uh, in order to get phone signal. Um, <laughs> We've all been there. So, so you, can, you do this by like climbing the mountain, walking the footpaths, gliding across to new you areas. Just hold your phone um, in the air. And that's the easiest <laughs> thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> She's a bird. She's got no hands. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so um yeah and uh you, you have like a you have a stamina bar which is like made up of feathers which you can collect on the way to increase yeah. your stamina um you, you can get those you can find them randomly in the map through exploration or uh doing tasks for the other islanders which is basic tasks collect like real life and... it's that's what that's how i get my stamina by doing tasks for other people exactly yeah yeah so um <laughs> yeah it was really it's it really good you know it <laughs> It is what it is, a short hike. It took mm-hmm. about an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, a bit longer if you did all the tasks. That's fine for a five. Um, I like it. The, like that. Yeah. the little interactions are quite cool with the other islanders. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of... Sometimes you just need a game like that, one that's only like two hours long. One and done. Yeah, that was yeah, it. It, it, was, it, was good. Play, it was a good like... Sunday afternoon sort of game. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So many yeah, games these days are like so long. It's just like, I just love... Finding a game that's yeah, yeah, like I say, four hours max, and you can get a lot of them. Yeah, I bought it from that charity bundle. I think it's in part oh, the, of that, uh, the, uh, the itchio. Itch- itch- yeah. Oh, it's yeah. part of that it's, when you get like you got yeah. like five million games. That's right. Yeah, you got all the games. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know why <laughs> I didn't do them. that for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't do that. No, I don't know why you didn't do that either. I, it was one of those ones. I think I was like, oh, I'm good. I, I intend to do that, and then it just. Left my yeah. mind for some reason. I Slip past you, it. didn't it, mate? I'd never play them all anyway. I can't play all the oh. ones that I've already got already, so never mind. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> 5,000 extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to check out that actually. It's on the list to uh, get on the Switch once I finish yeah, Paper Mario. Definitely, definitely recommend it. What would you it's rate good, it out of 10? It's, it's a good fe- time. How many feathers out of 10 would you rate it? How many feathers out of 10? Yeah. Um, I, I'd, I'd, score it, I'd score it a 9. A like, 9 feathers out for, of 10? For wow. what it is. A, for a two-hour game, yeah, that's really, official. Really, a really good time. It was. Love it. Just tweet about it. 
Way. Way. <laughs> be here all evening. Beautiful. Might kick him off for that. Yeah, get him off. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been up to anything else? I, I've been watching um, a series on Netflix called Cobra Kai. <gasps> oh, yeah, I've heard good things about Daniel this. Daniel Sam, yes, I Has love anybody else it. been oh, watching love... this? I've watched it all. I've watched it all this week. Yeah. I adore oh, it's, it. It's, it's binge-worthy, definitely. Oh, it's so good. So this is like um, a, a sort of spin-off series based on the 1984 Karate Kid movie. Yeah, classic. Um, is this like the longest gap? Between the original source material, one of many. It's got to be something like yeah. that. It must hold a record for that. Well, there's yeah, the thing, so, and then, and then yeah. the thing, the thing oh, no, um, prequel, Blade Runner, maybe Blade, Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, true. So this is like um, Cobra Kai was the name of the uh, dojo, the enemies, movie, sort of yeah, the, the, the bad enemy guys from yeah, the, the bad baddies. guys from the Karate Kid. Um, show no weakness. Um, <laughs> yeah, strike first. And you're sort of following sort of the, the, the lead sort of bad guy, Johnny. I can't think of his surname in it. Johnny. Just just Johnny. Just Johnny. Johnny. You get an idea of, of how that, that film was told through, through, from his perspective. Yeah, you do. Uh, I, I the, way, the, way that. That, the way that he sees things. And it, it, it's, it's a really cool cool uh, little way. That and it's the same that. guy as well, just 30 years it's later. It's the same guy. It's, it's, it's the same guy. It's uh, the same guy. Uh, he plays uh, both characters. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel, as well. yeah. Daniel yeah, yeah, Ralph Macchio. Yeah, yeah, Ralph Macchio, who still looks a bit like a kid. He does. Was, wasn't he I like just... thirty years old when he played Daniel in the first? No, movie? no, he was. No, really, no, he was really. There, there was something like that that he was actually a hell of a lot older than he was in the movie. <laughs> 20... He probably was older because he's not. He's not a big man. He was twenty-eight. There you go. Yeah, Two years really. Old. Quick check on IMDb, 28 it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. It was 28, 28 in the Karate Kid. <laughs> no, oh no, God. God, no, sorry. That's Karate Kid Part 3. It was yeah. 20... <laughs> 23, Karate Kid. So wow. Playing it, what, 15 12. Years. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> wow. I played his dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. And he still looks about 23 now. Wow. So... He's, um, you can watch these on Netflix. I, I watched the first season on YouTube. Is that where they're from? Originally, YouTube originals. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. I didn't um, think anyone used on, that. They're on Netflix now, so if you've got Netflix, get on that. Oh, they're so good, and the music. Oh, the music's impeccable. Does it have montages? Like yes. Eighties style montage. <laughs> it does. There's a lot of eighties references in it, and they, they reference the they reference the original film in, in in some of the best ways as well. Like, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, I'm going to have to get on that. Yeah, so get on. Oh, Johnny Lawrence, that was his name. I've just Johnny remembered. Lawrence. <laughs> Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. He's really oh, good, yeah. though. Give that, like, give that a like, watch. I, I felt really like sympathetic, even though he's an alco- yeah, alcoholic asshole. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, Love it, him. It flips, it flips the roles, doesn't it? Really, <clears throat> yeah, and I, did, I didn't expect really well. the outcome of, of the end of the seasons either. It's like, whoa, I'm, get, I'm actually getting surprised by this. It's, I really like it. I might Watch be it. misremembering this, but I think there's a theory that Daniel's actually more of the arsehole than Johnny is. There's a little theory online if you look into You should it. definitely watch Cobra Kai. Ah, there you go. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it for me. Oodles, what have you been up to? I am, I am in playing games. You haven't? So No, I haven't, no. Jeez, oh, are you all right, mate? I, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, I have been playing games, but nothing that I can discuss on here because I've already discussed them. And um, I've been really, actually, leading off a of Cobra Kai. I watched Cobra Kai, and I was like, I'm in an '80s mood. I'm in an early, early late '80s, early '90s mood. Mm. So, I I was watching a few films this this week, and the film that stood out the most is a film I've I've t- I've taken notes on. And this film's been known as as it's been, it's, it's been called the Citizen Kane of the early 90s. <laughs> <clears throat> you might have seen it, you might have not. It's called Demolition Man, starring yes. Sylvester Stallone and Sir Wesley Snipes. What a film. Um, it's, it's one of those films that <clears throat> shouldn't be good, but is incredible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, Last Action Hero, that's one of those films. People think, Last Action Hero? What's Last Action Hero? It's so meta, it's unreal. I like Last Action Hero. I think someone so mentioned good. it um, last mm. week, maybe. I, I, I know it was um, it was another podcast or two. Too, sorry, there, there's other <laughs> there podcasts. Ta- yeah, they were talking about <laughs> they were talking about the greatest action films, and uh, mm. they, they, they Die Hard at all. Oh yeah, Die Hard's in it. Oh no, dickheads put Die Hard with a Vengeance through over Die Hard. Whoa, <laughs> that is terrible. Yep. Really, so, I was yeah, not happy about that. I was not happy about that. <laughs> but yeah, Demolition Man. Um, there's, there's your diehard mention for the week. Yeah, they, it's always going to be mentioned. <laughs> Demolition Man is is perfect. It's it's it was made in ninety. I think it released in ninety two, but it's still very eighties in essence. You know what I mean when I'm saying very eighties as well. Yeah. I don't have to explain that. It just is. Um, Sylvester Stallone and and um, Wesley Snipes, absolutely. Chewing the scenery, both of them, from from start to finish. Wesley Snipes plays Simon Phoenix, the baddie, and Sylvester Stallone. Can anyone remember his name? Because I do. What would you call a strong carp with John a beret? John Spartan. John Spartan. That's it. Did you did you oh, did you Google that? I've got IMDb up in front of me. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just to see. John Spartan. Um, he wears a beret, which is strange because he's in the police force. And I don't think the police force wear berets, but never mind. Um, yeah, what happens in that, if you've never seen it, I mean, you should. I won't spoil the endings or anything, but I'll give you the summary. Uh, basically, it's I think it starts in 1992, Los Angeles. Crime's really bad. Simon Phoenix is just running amok with his gangs. And he gets caught by John Spartan, his arch rival and nemesis. Um, and they put him in cryo prison. Now, in this sci-fi universe, when you freeze a body, it stays frozen and doesn't die. So, <laughs> basically, cut a long story short, they get fought out in the future of 2032. The distant future of 2032. <laughs> in, in, in the new city of, I think it's, it's San Angeles or Los yeah. Francisco or some of them mix the merge like it that, together. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it's just, it's just an absolute romp. It's, it's from start to finish. Uh, it's quite wholesome in, in sections because society has become really wholesome and uh, there's no physical contact with people. You can't have babies without a license. Um, it's very scientific. Uh, there's three seashells. You all know how they're used, oh. so I won't even discuss <laughs> that with you. Um, basically, you can't even swear in this society, but there's sinister undertones to the whole film and it actually becomes quite a conspiracy underneath. So... Definitely watch it, but I've got what I've done. I've got some not so well known facts about the film. Just a few little factoids to get you in the mood to watch it yourself. So if you if you'll indulge me for a few minutes, I'm Go gonna on. read these out. Is that okay, guys? 
Yeah, yeah, go on. Absolutely. Excellent. <clears throat> Excellent. So, Sylvester no. Stallone... No, okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, Sylvester Stallone wanted the Simon Phoenix character to be, to be played by Jackie Chan. Chan refused, since Asian audiences don't like the idea of actors who have always played heroes suddenly playing evil characters. So, imagine a world where Jackie Chan was the bad guy. I think it would still been pretty cool. Um, wouldn't oh, it wouldn't have worked as well, though, was it? The, the, the... <laughs> He's... Jackie Chan is great. But that part is just... He's, he's Wesley, Wesley Snipes is just perfect. He is, he is amazing perfect in that film. His delivery, so his look, everything about yeah. him is yeah. perfect for that film. Yeah. Uh, the title was taken from the, police's, the, the band The Police song of the same name, hence the use of Sting to remake the song for the movie. So you didn't know that, did you? Nope. nope. Little factoid for you again. So for some non-American releases, references to Taco Bell were changed to Pizza Hut since the former was virtually unknown in many foreign countries at that, that time. So there's actually a few different versions of that film. I can see, Stiggy, you want to touch up on this? I can see you shaking. I, I only ever saw the Taco Bell version. I've never seen it for some reason. I've never seen Pizza Hut. I've just seen the Taco All Bell right. version. And it made me want a Taco Bell so much. Because <laughs> we didn't have Taco it in Bell, the UK. The Taco Bell in that film is, like, really... Really posh, five looking. star, like five, yeah. I always want oh, one, and I only good. ever had one the first time last year. I absolutely love Taco Bell. <laughs> so, funnily enough, in some in, in other parts of, of, of the world, there's more than just the Taco Bell and Pizza Hut versions, there's, there's things like Papa John's version and some restaurants I don't even know the names of, but there's, there's a thing that goes around. There's, there's two Blu-ray editions. There's the Taco Bell, Taco Bell version and the Pizza Hut version. And believe it or not, the the the, uh, the changed Pizza Hut version is the one that's most expensive and rare. So if you find the Pizza Hut version, go for it and grab it. <laughs> um, is, there a, is there a Greg's version? The, yeah, now well, we're talking. Now that, we're that, talking. That, that would be good. Um, Adrian Babo is the computer's voice. She also voiced the computer in The Thing. So linking to The Ooh, Thing. So you'll recognise that voice. Um, also, um, in Kuwait, the Arabic title was Rambo the Destroyer. Since Rambo movies were very popular, the distributor thought associating Sylvester Sloan to Rambo in the title would sell more tickets. So <laughs> it wasn't called Rambo in the film, but they was no. called it Rambo the Destroyer. <laughs> And the last uh, little nugget of information I've got for you is the original cut was three and a half hours long. Oh, where Imagine can I find that? that. Wow. Imagine where can I that. Find that. And a- apparently it exists and it's in the wild. With- obviously, because some of the scenery is like not not been touched up, but that, that cut exists. Oh. Well, they are doing the release of Snyder cut, you know, so we can just. Fans keep calling for other cuts to be released. So, you know, the Greg's cut. One. Yeah, modern, escape, modern escapism can uh... yeah. at least uh, release <laughs> an extended cut of a good film. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just thinking though, if they um, released, did you say it was in Israel? Where did you yeah. say that? So um, Kuwait, Kuwait. So I'm guessing that if the movie was dubbed, then yeah. the they could have said his name is Rambo. Yeah, probably. And it, so it basically, it's, it wasn't too long after after Rambo three, so. He still looked kind of like Rambo, just with no mullet yeah. and in yeah. a beret. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think it's, it's it's one of those films, and I, we'll probably do a topic on this in the future about films that don't deserve to be that good, but they are. Because <laughs> everything about it, you think, oh, this is going to be trash, but it's just isn't isn't that most nineties action films though? 
Yeah, but some think, the, think of the plot. I know, but think of the plot of some of the <laughs> like best Die Hard. No, Die Hard's not. Crap. No, that's eighties. That's eighties. So. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I have that. So I have that with. Um... <laughs> oh, Starship Troopers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I really, yeah. I really like that film. Paul Verhoeven, but that works as a parody. Though. That that is, yeah, super. But something it's deliberate, like, isn't it? Yeah, something like Face Off. The, the plot <laughs> yeah. of that is just like, oh, we're going to change, we're going to change one man's face to another, change all this. <laughs> it sounds so rubbish, but I love Face Off. It's brilliant. Yeah, Face Off's really good. Yeah, me yeah. too. No one talks about the fact that uh, Nicolas Cage is a foot taller than John Travolta, but no, we'll, we'll let exactly. it slide. Oh, we'll yeah, slide. and also, like, they managed to like, give one of them, like, John Travolta's bigger, bulkier body while yeah. slimming the other one down. It's fine. I love it. But I, it, people listening, if you've never seen Demolition Man, it's now on Netflix. It's in nice HD visuals. Oh, Get like it, it watch. watched. Has yeah, it I aged? I do that, actually, it's to be honest. Because I it's haven't a, seen it since it's, I think it's it came It's aged really well. It's not as problematic as you might think as some of those films are. The, the, whatever, whatever they've done Netflix, whichever version they've got, it must be the Blu-ray version they've put on because it's absolutely lovely. The only thing that makes you realise how old it is is because... 2032 is the distant future and they've still got like 80s 90s haircuts and stuff but yeah. it's i think it's i think it's brilliant just just watch it grab your popcorn or whatever you have and just absolutely it's it's absolutely incredible yeah i love it yeah and that's all i've been doing this week wonderful <laughs> watching films watching films can't go wrong with that i've watched a lot of films well i'll say a lot for me there's three of three <laughs> films i've watched this week i've um I tell you what, what you have been watching, which I'm going to touch on now, the boys. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. mate. I thought you were going to talk the, uh... about the boys, man. That's mate. what I was. Gonna... I was going to mention I that. It's so I good. Seen this. It is yeah, so don't good. Spoil I mean, it. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's just it's it's bloody, it's sweary, it's does a really interesting. It's gross, mate. On, it's yeah, gross. oh yeah, it's like super gross. It's it's really in... Have you uh, read the graphic novel? So I have. Yeah. <laughs> I have not done this, Siri. I, I have not actually. No. It's really good. Check it out. Yeah. It's very good. They've done a very good job of converting the translation of it. Yeah, yeah. So, but like it, book to screen. It's just a really good intro take on superheroes. Whereas you know the Avengers are the good guys and they'll save people and everything like that. It's like these the viewed as good guys. The world thinks they're good guys, but in the background, in the you know behind the scenes, they aren't. The flawed, very flawed people, very power hungry, <laughs> especially the main guy, um, Homelander. He is just an absolute arsehole. He's he's, the, meant... he, he, he's like, imagine if Superman was a knobhead. Yeah. Like, just a <laughs> knob. Not like a bad guy, not like a super villain, just an no. absolute prick. Yeah, just, yeah. just a prick. <laughs> That's what he is. He's basically Superman, isn't he? That, his character yeah. is Superman yeah. with kind of get up of Captain America, the whole. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's. Red, white, and Bleach blue. Blonde he's, he's, yeah, his cape is is an American flag and everything, but he's just oh, God. He's awful. He's really he, awful. He's really. He's actually really sinister and really like scary. Yeah. Because he's so powerful, obviously everyone's yeah, scared. Yeah, you don't say anything to him, and he's got some really strange habits that I won't spoil because it's disgusting. Yeah, no. yeah. but um, Carl <laughs> Urban is the um, main protagonist. protagonist. Billy Butcher. Yeah, Billy Butcher. Yeah. Uh, he's very flawed, obviously himself, but he's he's just brilliant. Dropping C terrible accent though everywhere. Is that yeah. his, isn't that his proper accent? I don't know no, what that I, is. I don't know what. No, he is. is. He's from. He's an, 
I think he's, he's from New Zealand. I, I think he's from New Zealand. But he's from New Zealand, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, he's, exa- British, he's exaggerating it? it a lot, but like, I think he's trying to put on a British accent as well. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I what agree. it is. I think he is trying to put a British accent on. The I'll character the, the book is. Oh right, I thought he was trying to put on an Aussie accent. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know where he's from, but his accent's. I mean, I think maybe that's just the character itself, because the character seems really like. On edge constantly, yeah. and so, and some some really intense people have got such a strange way of talking. Like myself, because I'm really edgy. Yeah. Like I say, it's really close to the original material. He, he's done a very good job That's of the character, that, yeah. just not the accent. Yeah, right, I go, I go with it anyway because it's fun. <laughs> he's very sweary. He's very violent. He's oh very yeah, fun. He's, yeah. He's so. really he likes the spy skills as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he, and he's <laughs> he's he's Carl Urban, and Carl Urban is brilliant. Oh yeah, to be honest, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll Good go along dread. with Carl Urban for most things. Oh, the best wonderful. dread, better than Stallone. Yeah, oh, that 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 dread movie is incredible. Yeah, yeah. I, love I it. think it, it it came out at the same time as um, the Raid, Raid, didn't it? Yeah. And they did yeah. very similar films. The odds um, of that happening. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So moving on from the boys, yeah, the couple. A couple of things this week. I've been watching me and my wife have been watching Modern Family, which is we found him really funny. Oh, yeah, I like it. it. Yeah. I like it a lot. I um I watched a few films, Blind Spotting, which is a really good film, and Peanut Butter Falcon. Um mm-hmm. they're both yeah, on Netflix. I watched Peanut Butter Falcon, that's really good. Yeah, really, really good checking out. But the main the main film I want to talk about this week, um I'm gonna bring the chat around into uh very quite probably quite pretentious chat now if something okay. might think let's do away, it away from the violence of demolition man and uh the boys but i'm going to talk about a film called portrait of a lady on fire mm-hmm. um, what that is no so this is a <laughs> it's a romance drama uh, set yeah set in france 1977 it's directed by uh celine siama uh mm-hmm. so basically this is uh marianne who's played by a uh, naomi Molon, is a painter she's commissioned to do a wedding portrait of eloise who's played by adele hanel so mm-hmm. basically what this involves is back in those days when she, you were given where the parents gave away people to suitors Yes. If they'd never seen them before, what they would do is they would get a portrait painted. They would send that to the to the man, and he would decide whether he wanted to marry um, this marry them. Basically, yeah. Anyway, early, uh, early version of Tinder. Yeah, basically, but, <laughs> but without a, lot, a choice. A really slow version without a choice. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but she's reluctant. She's never met him. She's never. Um, she doesn't love him. She's never experienced love. She's never experienced relationship because she's been. She's only just recently left the convent. Yeah. So they've had tried to get previous painters in to sit her down and do this, but she refuses. So the painter only ever gets to paint a body and then never gets to paint a face. So there's there's paintings there of of her that have no face. Mm-hmm. So Marianne's brought in as um, to be her friend in inverted commas and no, I know what you mean. So follow her around, get to know her, act as though you're just someone to keep a, a you know friendship on the island, mm-hmm. and then on the night paint her portrait out from memory. But mm-hmm. as time goes on, obviously a romance develops between the two. But this film is absolutely outstanding. Uh, I don't think I can't think of the last time a film's actually affected me like this, like when it finished. Yeah, uh, it's stunning. It's intense. It's breathtakingly beautiful piece of cinema. Is it quite uh, art house as well? Yes. 
Mm, yeah, good. it's as French as a French film gets. Yeah, um, yeah. I like French. a good old French film. Yeah. I? I like to get involved with it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's what it's what it's being pitched as by the director is a it's a film about the female gears, but done from a female perspective. So, I yeah. mean, there's had there's literally hardly any men in this film. There's like a few men who row the, row her to the island and then take her off at the end, and everything else is, um, is women. And even mm. like the director, the cinematographer, like it's a, it's a very woman centric picture. How would how would we uh, watch this film? Uh, this you have to you have to rent it. So it's, okay, it's not out on anything yet. So you have to rent it off Amazon or Rakuten or yeah. somewhere like I've that. I've been known to do that from time to time. Yeah, but yeah, the two leads in it are absolutely. It's a masterclass of acting. Um, mm. every a lot of their acting is done with their eyes and the face. Like there's you know it's a lot because of the the way when it's set. A lot of it has they have to do a lot of stuff that the characters you know can't do. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of the all this intense staring and and looks between the two. So they're like it's hard to describe really when you know when they. I can tell it. I can tell it's a really, yeah. man. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's wow. trying to find the words on what it really means. Um, but yeah, the, yeah. the, the direct definitely have to watch it now though. Just, just direct passion and absolutely. cinematography is it's absolutely stunning. It's all filmed in eight K. Oh, um, so wow. it, like there are literally parts in this film where you could pause it and it looks like a painting. It looks that yeah, good. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I mean, obviously, I think that's done on purpose because of the subject matter. But it's definitely something that I really wish that I'd um, watched in the cinema just because of the, the visuals. And the last five minutes, honestly, it just leaves you breathless. You sat there for the last minute or so, just holding your would breath. Would it? Would it have? Would it have been out in the cinema normally then? If we were yeah, in yeah, the yeah. normal world, uh, mm. I think so. Yeah, I mean, it came out last year. It came out last year, so it obviously wasn't yeah. the cinema. Um, yeah. But I don't wow. always get the chance. To I do, go I to do like. I do like those good character study films. Sometimes I'm, mm. I might. I might have just been waxing lyrical about Demolition Man, but sometimes I need that more grounded. Real, oh yeah, definitely. Real film. I need that. I need that. I need to. I need to remember what, who we are as 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 a society, and, and especially the past as well. I like to. I like. I like. Yeah, those type of films. it's important as well to see like other stories as well. Like I said, yeah, this of course. Is, um, a, a film about relationship between two women. Yeah. Um, that yeah. all all there's um one of the other actress in there. I don't know her name unfortunately, but um her character Sophie is an integral part to the friendship there as well. It's mm. all about this friendship and this romance between these women and it's just absolutely stunning. And it has like this weird it has like three endings. Alright. Like um but they all work. Are they more like epilogues then? Yeah, it finished and then it went on to something else. I was like, why does this need to happen? And then you see yeah. why and you're like, oh my God, that's why. So not and like then, Return of the King. No, no, no. Endings. It all happens in a space of about five minutes. It's like this little five-minute period at the end of the film. Yeah. And then another ending kind of happens. And you're like... And I was sat there and I thought to myself, oh, this didn't need to happen. And then as it's ending, you think, oh, actually, yes, it did. Yeah, worth it. And and you just... Yeah, there's just feeling in, in, in my pit of my stomach at the end of it. It's just beautiful. I'm so, definitely yeah, going to watch it. Portrait of a Lady yeah. on Fire, it's definitely worth checking out if you're into uh, something a little different. You got me thinking of, um, I was very hungover one many New Year's Eve ago, and uh, the very next day we didn't know what we were going to do because we are absolutely hanging, and we got a very <laughs> last-minute invite to go and see the preview of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon okay. in the cinema yeah. when that first came out. And I went to see that, and obviously... Been quite interesting martial arts. I was kind of like, yeah, I'm up for that. 
but I was just drawn to the relationship between the characters. Yeah, in the movie, yeah, it's with really the good. subtitles, and I was times I was welling up because you know, that's beautiful film. It still was so today, though, intense. Isn't it? Yeah, the story, the passion in the acting. Again, there's a lot of gazes, the very yeah. similar thing where it's the expressions that they were they couldn't necessarily say what they were trying to say. It was all about yeah the relationships and yeah it's those I, human I totally moments that, coming from. Yeah. them human moments just just. Just touch you without physically needing to even yeah. having yeah. to it's, do anything. It's as human moment as a film as you can get. Me. Yeah, like I cool. just um, well, I wrote a little review for it on this forum, and yeah, um, it took me ages to actually put it all down into words. I kept starting, and stopping, and just thinking, how can I put this into words? It's like, it, actually, it sounds <laughs> it's just it sounds, so hard. To, like it sounds bad, it, but I like. I, yeah, I like that it's made you react to this way, even just talking to us. Yeah. To me, that makes me think, fuck, I, I need to, yeah. I need to see, I need yeah, to see, I need to see what Stig's feeling. I need to see if I can understand it a little bit more. And it's, it's, for, for, go on. 100% the best film, new film I've seen this year. Probably the best wow. film I've actually, yeah. Wow, lovely. Even though I have Hamilton. Hamilton. Oh, yeah. High praise. <laughs> Just in terms of a film, in, 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 a pure, in terms of a pure film, um, it is just outstanding. So, and that's yeah. the best way to describe it: pure film. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Anyway, we uh, shall be moving on now um, on to our main topic. I don't think we can after this that. podcast. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna flip this round. So we've gone from talking about some. Uh, <laughs> Uh, kind of art house French film and we're going to move on onto our main topic this week into the modern escapism and this week we are going to be talking football uh, we're going to be talking about what we love about football who we support about our football heroes our memories and then move on to a little bit talking about the upcoming season and our thoughts on that Yee, so so excited <laughs> yeah so before we move on to that just so you all get an idea of where we're coming from I'm going to go around the group tonight and ask everyone who they support, uh, why they support them, and then we'll move on from there. So, Oodles, who do you support and why? I like to march on together with Leeds United. Uh, we all hate Leeds scum. We all hate Leeds scum. <laughs> Here we go. It was just, it was just been beautiful about about <laughs> that film, and now he's he's turned into a hooligan. I've turned so. into a football hooligan, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this, 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 it's quite a, a a weird story as to why I decided because I don't care what anyone says. You decide what team you want to support. It doesn't matter yeah. what your family support. You decide yourself. And mine goes back to I've not liked football all my life. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every kid likes to kick a ball around a garden, but football, as in watching football, I must have been about eight, nine, or ten ish along along just before I was a teenager. And it started by. Um, of all places, with a Space Jam sticker album. Remember the film Space Jam? Yeah. The basketball <laughs> film. Um, basically, I got a sticker album, and I finished the Space Jam sticker album really fast because those movie tie-in ones are terrible. And I was like, oh, I need another sticker album. So what's the, what's the best thing? next best thing when it comes to sticker albums? It's a football. A, a football. A Panini yeah. one, exactly. So I, I bought that straight away. Whatever... It, I've got it at my, at my mum's house, so I'd tell you, I can tell you exactly when I got into football by when I find that sticker album. Um, I got the sticker album, and I said to myself, "I'm gonna, lo- I'm gonna love football, and whichever team I fill the stickers out first, I'm going to support." And guess who it was? Leeds United. 
So that's how it happened. And it just so happened that then I realized, because where I live, most people support Leeds anyway. So it just worked. <laughs> it was perfect. So that's think, how I... Do you not well, think that might have been because when you were younger, like me, I'll, I wanted to collect my team stickers. So everyone just had all the Leeds one spares. So when you're going in the playground, going, got, 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 swap, yeah. got, it's because everyone already had the Leeds ones. So because yeah. they completed it already. So yeah, there Absolutely. you go. I mean, it, it was terrible. It was terrible reasoning, but it worked in my favour because I love I love him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, just, it's just how it is and it works perfectly. I mean, you, where, where I live, it's same, same with you as well, Stig. There's a lot of Yorkshire teams that you could pick from if you wanted to pick a local team. There's quite a lot. You could oh, go in, my... in any any direction. I'm if you bit, wanted, I'm a little bit top in the Yorkshire myself, so my my closest <laughs> is Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah but so, I never yeah, lived here. I never lived here all my life, though. So yeah, that's true. That's weird. true. But yeah, that's 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 why I love them, and I love right. them. <laughs> so, do me. Who do you uh, support, and why? I support Wigan Athletic. Oh, <laughs> somebody asked. Um, well. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not a great situation, is it? Oh, no, not at the minute. Very uncertain times, but yeah. um, bless you. It's not always been like that. Um, no. So there's a couple You're of reasons why I, I support Wigan Athletic. Um, firstly, it, it it is where I'm from, um, but it I think um, it's from more, a place called more Athletic. So, more so, it's just because it was the first uh, football team I was taken to watch live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, some 25 years ago, um, a, a friend of mine, his dad was a big fan, so he took uh, me and his son along one Tuesday night in October, uh, and it was amazing. The atmosphere on a night match, it, there yeah. was nothing. I've never your experienced first, anything your, your, like that. Your first that. night match that is bigger than your first match at oh, ice. So yeah, I under the floodlights, it, it it was superb. Um, Incredible. And we we lost the game. Doesn't actually, matter, but it didn't matter because <laughs> like the overall experience was. I was. It was. I had. I had no affection to the club at that point, so the defeat didn't yeah. affect me on that level, anyway. But um, since then, I, I, yeah, I've been. I've been hooked on following Wigan Athletic, and um, yeah, yeah, great times, lots of good times following that a club. A lot of bad memories as well. Yeah, but <laughs> trust me, I'm a Leeds fan. I understand. Know, it, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the good memories far outweigh the bad ones I've had following absolutely, the club. Definitely. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, Biggie, I mean, we can all see on our screens who you support, but would you like to tell the uh, <laughs> Yeah, listeners? he looks like Chelsea to me. Is that Chelsea? Oh, oh, <laughs> well, for those who um, aren't football fans and haven't already worked it out from my name, um, yeah, mm. I'm a big cop man, so I am a Liverpool supporter. He's not a policeman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, ever since, again, uh, not too dissimilar story to um, Oodles, um, yeah, just when I got into football when I was a kid, it was just that thing, the collective yeah. side of when you're a kid, you need to belong to something. Um, you do. I, it we, helps though, doesn't it? It helps you, especially it teenage years. Oof. And I, I had moved around a lot when I was a kid because my parents were publicans. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got into football, I'd already moved three times. So I didn't really yeah. feel like I belonged anywhere from a football side of things. So Liverpool, yes, they're at the top of the league at that point when I picked a team. Had it been Arsenal, it would have been Arsenal. You know, you pick a club yeah. that was there, I would have picked them and I would and I have stuck with Liverpool ever since. It's what you do when you're younger though, you got you are not gonna pick a, a crap team, well, are you? No. That's, that's and, why we have you know, so many Man United fans from the nineties. Yeah. yeah. 
and I, I totally understand. Um, you know, I've, I've met Liverpool fans from Liverpool, and they give you that sort of you're, you're not a true supporter and all that. But you know, what? that's not I, fair I, in my eyes. It's not. I don't think that. I mean, I've supported them ever since I was a kid, so I've been through the same pain and the successes that the club has been through with exactly. those fans. Yeah. So just because I don't live Own there it. doesn't mean I'm not one. So, exactly. um, yeah, so that, that's where I come from. And yeah. uh, my, both my dad and my older brother were rugby fans as well. So oh. uh, it seems strange that I went down in the direction of football. But like like you said, you kick a ball around in the park. It's what your friends do. It's just good, isn't it's it? What we it's, do. Just, yeah. it's just a good thing to do. So, uh, what about you, Stig? Me, just like Biggie, I'm a Liverpool fan. Oh. Um, I don't come from Liverpool. I was born <laughs> and bred in, uh, well, not bred really, born in Huddersfield, moved up to the top end of North Yorkshire. So my the reason I support Liverpool really is because, um, because of my brother. It's, it's that as simple happens. As that. It's as simple as that. My dad didn't really uh, follow anyone at, at that time. Um and my brother followed, picked Liverpool, and he just got me to follow Liverpool with him. Um, I'm from a. I was born in the '80s, but I didn't really start getting into football till mid '90s. So it it didn't come from me, from me because of Liverpool's success of the '80s or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I literally just came because of my brother. I mean, I had a lot of friends who were United fans who tried to get me to change to United, um, but I was never tempted. Yeah. I never went over. I'm glad you didn't. No, but I just um, what Biggie was saying about theirs, you know, you get some some fans that say, oh, because you're not from Liverpool, you can't really be a proper Liverpool supporter. And um, but this last year or so, I've um, I've joined this WhatsApp group of Liverpool supporters. We kind of met through a Liverpool podcast, and there's some Scouse lads in there that are absolutely they really could not give a shit where we're from. We've got guys in that group from America. And and mm. from from the Middle East and stuff. That's what you want. That's exactly what you want, though. And we're just like one, like we just we win there to support Liverpool, and we talk yeah. about Liverpool. And, and so there's some there's some great lads out there that really, and it's kind of helped me bond with Liverpool a lot more since then. But so Good. shout out shout out to the Tar Ultras. I know who they are. <laughs> Give them a little shout out there. Um, bless. But yeah, um, so that's where I am really support Liverpool because of my brother carried on ever mm. since. You've had a cracking year, mate. You've had a cracking year. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> unfortunately, we, you know, it was one point where we didn't know what was going to happen, and that was a bit, oh, no. uh, that was a bit rubbish. Emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And I have to say, it's, you know, 30 years. I mean, it's like, yes, it's, it's cliche, but it was written. It was just kind of, this is going to be the year. And before the pandemic, it was, you know, we yeah. were just unstoppable. And then just that gap. Just, oh. you know, football restarted and there weren't fans in the stadium and we didn't know, you know, some uh, leagues around the world were saying, oh, yeah. we're gonna, you know. You'll never uh, forget it though, man. That's the no, best thing. you know, it just, it just, it feels weird. It feels like it's a win, but it just, it's not quite it's a weird. Same, it's, you know? it's a weird win, isn't it? There's no parade. I, I booked it. Trust me, I'm there as my... well. I'm, I'm a leader, but we've gone up, so it's like, mm. yeah. So my weird. mate runs a pub in Liverpool and we were going to go up and stay there and see the parade. And it's just kind of, you know, and that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just. Wow. Yeah, because I was going to like these, I say these, these lads um, from our WhatsApp mm. group, we we're literally talking about, you know, it's back in October, November when we were like, right, we're just going to 
like this is our year. Like you know, everyone takes a piss over the many years. Uh, Liverpool, this is our year. But like this was our year, yeah. and we were saying, right, we are having a meet up. We're gonna come down. We're gonna get absolutely <laughs> wanked. We're gonna celebrate this league win. And obviously, we can't. We haven't been able to do that. So you know, when it's safe to do so, we're gonna make up for lost time and do it. But uh, yeah, smashing dude. stereotypes of football fans there. Yeah, yeah. But, so, uh, <laughs> when, when, when all these when all these leagues are cl- across Europe, we're sort of just. Um, Putting a stop to it, oh. like, you know, like in France and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the Netherlands. You, you yeah. guys must have been uh, shitting. My you. mates were saying that anything that was going to stop Liverpool winning a trophy was going to be a pandemic. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's insane that that would be the reason why. You know? yeah. You've got a really good story, though, as, as fans of the club. You've got an absolute story that you can tell for generations now. Like, we, 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 we're we the COVID team, you know what I mean? We're, we're the yeah. ones that beat the pandemic. It's pretty cool. I, I absolutely loved the big, massive um, podium and thing they put up in the middle of the car. Yeah. You know, yeah. some people are just like looking at them like, you know, that's taking the piss really. But like, we didn't no. have the fans. We didn't have, they didn't have, these these guys didn't have the fans around to do it. To look so at and talk to, to Just them. let them do that and, and go yeah. off on one. That, that was brilliant. Yeah, so. agreed. God bless you all. Right, so before this gets into a bit of a Liverpool loving, because I am uh, well aware that there's yeah, two Liverpool fans... Yeah, me a little fans. bit sick. Yeah, I I'm well aware that there's two Liverpool fans on here, so I don't want to <laughs> uh, get bogged down in that too much. I uh, just want to talk about really what football means to us, um, to you guys. Um, Oodles, I'll start with you, go back to you. And, you know, what does mm. football mean to you? It's actually changed its meaning to me within many different key moments of my life. Like originally, I liked um, I liked talking about the players to my friends. I'm in the schoolyard and swapping stickers and talking who's the fastest, who's scored most goals, but not really knowing because you're a kid and there were no internet then. As I've got into my twenties, into my thirties, I've just embraced it. I'm like, I fucking love football. Um, the main thing I do love about it really is. That, like, like you've already touched that, ra- that that rallying support from a group of like-minded indivi- individuals, especially like when you're in the pub and you're just chatting and you've got so much passion about a couple eleven men yeah. running around a pit. You're just like, ah, you just don't understand what it's like if you're not into it. But yeah. but you can you can be this passionate about anything. And what I, I like to say to my mates, and they don't understand because a lot of my mates are either like football fans or gamers or certain niches. And I'm I'm Mister. I love everything. And I say to my big diehard football fans, I'm like, do you know how I'm playing games? You know, I think I'm nerdy. And they're like, yeah. Well, football's nerdy, and you don't realise it's nerdy. And they're like, what do you mean? Oh, and well, how many goals did so-and-so score last year? And they'll go, 32. And you're like, how did you know that? That's just a stat. That's a stat, which is what I'm doing when I'm playing games. And they're like, oh, okay. I like that banter that you have as well. I just, Some people I just love, love the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's it means to it means to me it's about that social aspect and at the moment without with social distancing and stuff like that, it's it's dropping off a little bit, but I still love it. I still love it. Yeah. And uh, what about yourself, Demican? Yeah, I'll I'll echo what Oodles was saying there about the social side of it, um, especially nowadays and especially after like lock, lockdown where you've not been able to see your friends and things as normal. But just going to the to the get uh, to the pub before the game, meeting up with everybody having that chat, a few pints, going to the game and then coming back to the pub afterwards and, you know, <laughs> drunkenly analysing it as best you can. You know, yeah. every every football fan, like, 
Yeah, every football fan like you know likes to think that they, they should be the next England manager sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, I, I just I just love I just love that. I absolutely do. Um, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I can't I can't wait till fans are allowed back in the in the ground. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be so hard to get tickets when that happens for everyone. It was hard yeah. enough beforehand. Let yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know that the the Chelsea and uh, Brighton. I think they had a friendly where they let in two and a half thousand fans. And there's been talk about trying to get some fans in at the end of October. So, you know, as long as it's all done safely and distance wise, and yeah, you know, within the safety Absolutely. parameters and guidelines, then yeah, hopefully it'll start to add a bit of atmosphere back into the games because. Those FIFA noises that they put over the top of the games at the moment, that really, <laughs> uh, they don't really do it for you. But then you can't watch it without them. Oh, because it's, it's, it's so like, much better with it, though. It is yeah. better it is with so it. so much better with it. But Because with, without it, though, it's just like a swimming gala, isn't it? You're just all this <laughs> echoing and stuff. It's like, but with it, it's just like, there's someone with a button and it'll press yeah. them at the wrong time. And it's just like, just, just so just wrong. Just at so. the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So, Biggie, um, it's similar to yourself, um, like what the other guys have said. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's the the fans um, are such a big part of it, and to see at the end of the season watching some of the games, it just it's so weird. I can't imagine what it's like for the players. You know, the atmosphere <laughs> on the pitch, they, they can actually probably hear their manager shouting out orders now because before they probably couldn't hear it. You know, it's just uh, it's something else. But I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be, you know. Um, Kenny Dalglish, you know, I, want, I wanted to be that guy when I was a kid, but I wasn't legend. I, I, I wasn't a talented player at all. I was your average kid who liked to play football, but wasn't particularly good at it. My skill was probably more in goal than ever on the pitch. Mm. Um, I played for Sunday league teams, uh, did five aside in my college days. Um, so yeah, you know, it's it's been all part of my life until I got too big to play football. <laughs> um, too many my, fans, I'm, that's what you mean. Too big, yeah. too too famous. And um, <laughs> even even my uh, PlayStation name came from... Um, I used to work abroad on cruise ships. And mm-hmm. uh, when I came ashore uh, after doing it for 13 years, I decided to get onto online gaming. And I didn't know what to call myself. Um, so I was trying to think of names. I used to be called Big Man on the ship because I'm like six foot two, quite a big guy. Uh, so obviously typed that in and couldn't get it. Yeah. Somebody else had already got it. And then I looked up and my Liverpool shirt was hanging up and I was thinking, oh, what can I do football? You know, and then somehow came up with Big Cop. Big Dalglish. Yeah, it, it could have been anything, right? But yeah, it just it just ended up Big Anfield, man. But uh, yeah, it's just, it just ended up that way. And uh, I've kept it ever since. Beautiful. Uh, cool. But yeah, uh, just very interestingly, um, we used to do uh, cruise ships. We used to have themed cruises. We used to get uh, some of the um, ex-footballers would come on the ship and talk to passengers about uh, wow. their life or something like that. So I've been fortunate to meet Jeff Hurst, oh, nice. and, uh, wow. Phil Tomo Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, Gary Mabbott, for, uh, just to mention a few. And um, there's a picture that I sent in uh, our channel the other day where I got to play in a crew versus passengers tournament where they had some of the ex-pro footballers would either play or would sort of overwatch the game and uh, on the top deck play. of the cruise ship. No, this is a shore. We go ashore in um, one of the ports. I think you'd lose a lot yeah. of balls if you're playing on the ship, wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. They do have uh, five aside nettings and stuff, but um, yeah, I've seen some we, big ones. We went ashore, so I think we're in um, Port of Vigo. I think we went off to play a game against the passengers. 
Wow, and, um, that's cool. Huh? Gordon Banks sitting on the bench with Peter Osgood. <laughs> um, Alan Mullery was the referee for the game, and Norman Bitey Legs Hunter was playing on the pitch. And I was in goal, and oh, one of our players um, tried to clear the ball in the area and actually did probably the karate kid move and nearly took the head off <laughs> one of the passengers, uh, Alan Mallory, blew the penalty. And uh, I had to take a penalty with Norman Bite Your Legs Hunter, and he absolutely slammed it at me. I saved it, believe it or not. Fractured, spiral fractured my finger. The rebound, back, the rebound went back to him, and he scored it right past me. Uh. But, um, at the end of the game, as we're walking back, Gordon Banks came up to me and tapped me on the shoulder and said, good save. And I was just like, fucking hell. Yeah, that's, that's all you awesome. need. That's, uh, that's, that's awesome. all you need. In- <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, it's little things like that that just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I think for, my, for myself as well, it's just very similar to what you guys have said. It's the passion of being um, with a group of fans, whether it's be Liverpool fans or yeah. fans or things like that. Like, it's just it. No film or TV can make you feel like what football does. As much as it tries, and as much as a it can ruin film, your week. Yeah, as much as a good film can like give you, make you sad, make you happy, make you angry. Nothing will bring you the emotions that football does. Um, I, you know, I've it's made me angry. It's made me ecstatic. It's brought me to tears, like yeah. joyful tears, sad tears. Like it's it has done everything, and I don't think anything could replace that at all no i, I look i like other sport does that yeah but i like other sports but nothing touches what football yeah. does in my opinion I mean, it's not even just talking about your team um you know i'm I'm quite patriotic as well uh, when england are playing yeah and when uh bobby robson was manager and we went out in uh i'm gonna forget the year now remind me was it 90? 1990 yeah yeah we yeah. went out then, and we were so close. You know, we were in the going into the semis. It was just kind of. I don't remember yeah. it. I'm too young. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. Don't I, get me wrong. I've watched no. it. <laughs> yeah, I was watching that live in a pub with my mates, and it just felt like this. You were this in a pub in ninety. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and, well, he did uh, say that he was the Gandalf of the group, didn't he? So. He did. I were in, I were Thank in a you. pub in ninety, but in a push chair. <laughs> Have you, have you, and, uh, uh, yeah, I was gutted, man, watching that game. Absolutely have you gutted. seen the um, the documentary about that one night in Turin? I think it's called. That's, that's where I've seen no, it. No, I haven't yet. No, I haven't. That's where I've yeah. seen it. That's that's really good. Narrated it's on Amazon by... still now. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you should well. definitely give that a watch. Oh, then. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. mean, Bobby Robson was uh, just one of the kindest, nicest people apparently in the yeah. game. I've heard. Um, so, yeah, I've heard he was. Yeah. yeah. And the pain, oh. you can see it in his eyes, the disappointment in his eyes that night. Just He felt so sorry for just the, the country, the, the weight. You know, the players obviously felt it, but even as a manager, they have yeah, that pressure. Yeah, really sad. I don't know why he didn't stay on, really, unless it was... A, yeah. I just, you know, it wasn't... The one of those, said he would, yeah, there's, there's yeah, but it wasn't one of those ones where, politics they, to it. where they got knocked out in embarrassment. It wasn't an embarrassment no, true. in lockout. You know, like... With our last World Cup, you know, we got knocked out in the semi. 2016. Yeah, it's not like anything like that, was it? Or like some of the others we've witnessed. But anyway, that no. just talking about Italian United, you know, brings us on to our next subject, really. And it wants to talk about our earliest memories, first experiences. Mm. Um, you know, was this whether you the first games you went to or, you know, just the first time you can remember, like, enjoying mm. football? Hit my microphone, sorry. The first time you remember, <laughs> remember so uh, you know, like enjoying football and taking more notice of it. 
and like it, yeah. it, when it starts to creep into your psyche really and so yeah go back to woodles again i mean i think you you've talked about some of that but if you is there anything else I can, I can remember on? my first my, my first proper like football memory where um it were it were a stepdad at the time he he said do you want to go watch a Leeds match and I was like yeah I, I've 10 11 year old I'm like hey, absolutely of course I do he went right come come on we're going now like straight away we're like what that's weird so we got on the train into Leeds and I'm like they're not playing today even I knew they weren't playing today they're playing day after and he went Oh yeah, we're going for an Ellen Road tour first. He's booked that. I was like, what? So we went around Ellen Road. We did all the tour, and at the end of the tour, my hero turned up, Tony Yaboa. and oh my god, it was just incredible to see him. <laughs> and I, and he were like, and he said, oh yeah, if I, if I score, I'll point you in the crowd and stuff, because we told him we're going to be there next day and stuff. And guess what? He didn't score next day. <laughs> so <laughs> so that never happened. We actually lost two nil. To uh, Barnsley, which is weird. Oh, that's <laughs> a bit, bit, bit of a derby. Yeah. So um, that's one of my earliest proper football memories. Um, but as you said, it doesn't matter when you first go to the match and the lose. It doesn't matter. You're like, wow, like, this is this is it. This is what I want. These uncomfortable seats. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is exactly what I needed. And since then, I've gone. I've gone many times. I've never been a, a season ticket holder. I've never. Been able to commit myself to that because of work and stuff, especially since I've been older. Um, but but when you can, you can. Do you know what I mean? When you when you can, you go. Uh, not not always away. I've been to some away matches, but not always. Um, it's just it's just really good, man. It's just <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I, I um, hadn't managed to get to any Liverpool games this season. Just gone mm. because it was you know pre COVID. Um, yeah. Because it's just tickets for at the time. When you start, do, when you when you're good, tickets are just gold. Dust. Yeah, you've been, so you, hard you've, been to get you've been a top flight club forever, though. Yeah, it's like, it's like tickets. I used to be able to expensive. get. I used to be able to get tickets easy, but it was, anyway, yeah. we we couldn't get any. We finally got tickets, and it was for the Crystal Palace game, and that probably oh. would have been the game we won had we beaten Everton. We probably yeah. would have won the league on that one. That's that's kind of how we try to, you know. Work yeah. it out, so like that, yeah, yeah. and then like obviously, I think two weeks before that game, it's just like right, Premier League shutting down. <laughs> so I've unfortunately haven't been for a while, but you're right. Like if you can get, it. if you can go get there, it's, it's just brilliant. go. If you're not even into it, just it's different when you're there. It's like I'm, yeah. I, 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 I'm not a big fan of boxing, but when I went to watch a boxing match, I'm like, fuck me, I love boxing. Do you know what I mean? It's like wow. Well, it's when you're there, being back in the crowd and being you know, yeah. with the people and the electricity that's you know going around, every, you know, it's it's. I can uh, imagine even things like curling would be exciting, and I, I really don't like yeah. curling. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, dance is good, right? From what I've heard, no, no, it's not. Yeah. Dance is yeah. not the line of event apparently <laughs> is uh, quite a, a good night out. The best thing about dance is it's in a pub. Yeah, not going <laughs> to you guys last week anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, what about you, yourself, team? Because I know you, you don't, again, you'd already touched on some of your other memories, but is there anything else? That, yeah, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I remember bits of Italia '90. Um, I was, I was so young at the time, I can't really remember everything, but I, I, I do remember things, um, little bits from that, from that tournament. Um, USA '94, I think, was the first World Cup when I was really focused on what was happening in it and watching yeah. the games and. 
being completely obsessed with like watching Romero and Stoichkov and Hadji and you know, <laughs> some of the great some of the greatest players of all time in in that tournament. And I don't know, it just seemed so it just seemed so bright and colourful that tournament. Yeah, um, massive production values to big, that. Though, big well. open like, NFL stadiums where they're like, yeah, yeah. Huge, so, huge so you've got, crowds. It's all like open air, like rather than like the yeah. you know, obviously stadium. Most football stadiums are open at the top, but the kind of they still got roofs and haven't there, whereas these stadiums are all just like open to elements. And, and it's any excuse mm. for Americans to get fighter jets to fly over a stadium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Di- and and it, Diana Ross it's to just, oh, yeah. penalty, take a worldie of a penalty. penalty. <laughs> <laughs> I, even I would have saved that. I've seen that so many times. Uh, and yeah, it was like just watching that Brazil team and Romario and just... Will class. Just being in awe of Will yeah, class. How, how good those players were. Um, yeah, I, 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 I love that World Cup, even without England in it, you know. It I had fantastic. the game. I had the game that was based on that World <laughs> Cup. <laughs> on SNES. But I, I remember, like, just picking teams up at, like, because England weren't in it. It was like, oh, I'll follow these men in it then. Yeah. Um, it was still yeah. a big deal I, over here, wasn't it? It was Even just we like random it. teams. It was like, yeah, oh, Mexico, because like Campos's goalkeeper jersey <laughs> just, just st- stands out, obviously, looking at it. It's like, oh, they, they, they get knocked out, and it's like, oh, Bulgaria then, because Stoichkov yeah. was amazing. It's like... <laughs> but when it's so good even you do, do it when you're older though because because you love the game and the football if you yeah. team you are following that in it pick someone else to just watch or like just enjoy the games like 20, yeah, 20 totally. was it 2012 no not 2012 mm-hmm. 2008 10? no 2008 when we didn't qualify oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Under, under Still McLaren. The now. yeah and obviously because torres was big at liverpool so like yeah, yeah. I mean, it helped that Spain were amazing at the time, but because oh, wow, yeah. Torres I, I, I was like Spain too because of that. Yeah, because well, because Torres was the main man at Liverpool. I was yeah, just like, yeah. I'm gonna, you know, I'll follow. Spain. I picked Spain for that as well because I knew the players. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I put a massive bet on them as well once that nearly backfired, but they scored in like the 89th minute. So heart pounding. I remember cheering and my friends going, "Why you? Not, you can't be that bothered about Spain." And I was just like, oh, "I just want Spain to win." Like later on, I admitted, gamble, I, was, kids. Later on I admitted, I was just gamble. like, yeah, you know, I had like 200 quid on that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Tragic. Luckily, yeah, gamble, gamble responsibly. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Biggie, uh, your earliest memories, uh, first experiences. Can't remember that far back, man. No. Um, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> referring to what I was talking about earlier, I think because uh, I worked in the pub trade as well, so it was very difficult to get time off, uh, particularly obviously at weekends and stuff. So I worked with my parents in the pub. Uh, when I left the pub trade, I went abroad for 13 years. Very hard to see games. Um, so I ended up, I've actually only been to one live game, and that was at Anfield. I managed to get tickets mm. with a friend of mine who ran the pub up there that I mentioned before, Danny. Uh, went to stay with him and got to see the beautiful city of Liverpool for the first time in my life. And it's great. It, 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 and it's you know, having a fantastic day there, having to see the game in the evening. And that was the same year that we won the um, Champions League in 2005. And interestingly yeah. enough, the game that we went to see was in the evening and it was when we'd already qualified for the next stage of the Champions League. So technically that result didn't actually matter. But going there, for, my, for me still personally, good. going there for the first time, the fans were still the fans. And hearing you'll never walk alone obviously being sung in the ground just the hairs go up on your 
Yeah, I love Make it. You, Absolutely you love it. You. The tears. Yeah, our songs are so a lot shitter than that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the banter it's, as well. That's a good you song. Know, it was against mm. uh, PSV Eindhoven, if I remember. Yeah. And uh, the fans were giving it back and forth. And you could just see the banter between the cop end and them. And it, it was funny to watch. And uh, the really weirdest thing was when uh, we scored a goal, I happened to look around trying to see the replay on the screen, but Liverpool Anfield didn't have one. Um, so, yeah, it was just uh-huh. really weird. When you look up, you think, oh, there's actually no screen here. So, lucky I saw the goal, but it's just weird not realising they didn't have yeah. one. Um, but, yeah, the, the atmosphere in the pub, uh, it was, I think it was called the, the Cabbage, which was right next to the stadium. Went in there, um, just had a top night, went into the city. Yeah, just much... I treasure that memory because I missed out on seeing so many games in the past. And uh, now I have a three-year-old daughter one day. I'd love to take her to a game and get her to experience. And she's a Liverpool fan now, I'm assuming. She won't have much of a choice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, yeah, things like that I treasure. So, yeah, that's really yeah. good, though. Like One of your like first experiences is when you're a bit older in life. Rather it's so than memorable, being, isn't it? Rather than way? being like when you were eight or you know nine years old yeah. or something yeah it's very different but and like, not still wanting really, a pie but still really special <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean mine really i remember my first game i went to was liverpool versus leicester um Oof. we won i think we won like four nil so that helped um <laughs> it's like mid 90s but my, my dad used to get like corporate tickets and stuff so the experience was a bit more corporate than so we got you know go out to the stadium and everything and uh yeah then we'd have a meal we saw we you know we met some of the footballers, good seats as well footballers. yeah so he does that a lot my dad when he buys his tickets he does this experience but the last That's a one dad we, thing yeah the last one we went to it's like the meal was good he wanted to experience the new stadium um, yeah the new stand and the meal was good, and we met Bruce Grobelar, and we sat in the stand where all the legends were sat and everyone. But you can't sing. There's no one no. around you. There's so many tourists and stuff around you. No one around you can sing the songs. And like some of the people didn't even know the name of the players. And we just said, Dad, you know, we absolutely love that you do this for us. But next time, if you're going to get tickets, just get us in the stand. We want to sing. Yeah. We want to chat. I want to swear. Yeah, we want to. <laughs> so, but yeah, but so a couple of my early experiences were kind of those corporate um, events, really. But you know, I still love the. At least it didn't tarnish it for you. It's nice to see no. that other side of it. Yeah, it's but still I... a, it's still a business at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, um, but Euro '96, similar to Dumican with the World Cup '94. Euro now 96, I remember that one. Euro '96 is <laughs> the point where I took notice of football more because mm. of obviously it being in England. England were mm. pretty good team at the time. It we was everywhere. Sem- we got to the semi-finals. We had three Lions song that took off everywhere. Yeah. It was just the country was all over it. Yeah, it? it was I just yeah. remember how amazing that tournament was and how absolutely gutting it was when we went out. I think was it that the year we were like Gaza, I think was like inches yeah. away yeah. from a last minute topo and it was just yep. so gutting to go out and especially on penalties so yeah my, but from there like that's kind of where I started taking my notice of football and yeah just um, I remember my step, my, my stepdad crying on that one that's the first time I'd seen him cry at football yeah and I'm like wow this is big <laughs> was that when the players ended up taking the mickey out of themselves with a parody for like pizza or yes. something there's a yeah, pizza. Yeah, yeah. There's a pizza. I don't know. Like, so much that yeah. they made money out of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. 
uh, if you ever see, it, go, uh, go on Google and find that Google, Chris, go on YouTube. Chris, Chris Waddle, Stuart Pearson, Southgate, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. That really wound me up, I have to say. It was it wound me up to. I thought it was more like Southgate kind of owning it because he got so much shit from people about it and. You know, these, things, these things happen. I was the opposite. I really was. Yeah, I think it's that the year as well. Was it? Was it Pierce? He'd missed a penalty in the previous. Yeah, tournament he scored against and he Spain. Scored, didn't he? Yeah. And he just give it like full on, like and that. that if you go amazing. back right and watch them singing the national anthem as well, like so screaming much, it, the screaming that national anthem in that semi final is. Yeah, it's, it is incredible watching the. There's a meme of that, that as well. Every yeah. time it comes on, I always see that one. Yeah, it's just like there was so much pride then. then in that in that yeah. year, so that's kind of when I took notice, and then I remember. I, think, I remember when the um, sorry to interject, but I remember when they <laughs> when the national tabloids they all got together and released newspapers that were prayer mats. You put the newspaper down on the floor and you pray to England <laughs> oh, on Jesus. these newspapers. I was like, that's, <laughs> that's such a, bad taste. It's a bit much, it. isn't it? It's a bit much. Yeah. But yeah. I just remember that proper. It's like one of them vivid memories in my mind. Oh yeah, there was that. There was that. Um... Was it? It was Gary McAllister that missed the penalty yeah. against England, wasn't yeah. it? And uh, was it? Was it Yuri Geller? Yuri Geller, he yeah. Made, he made the ball move just before yeah. he hit it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're on GMTV, and he said yeah. that was me. That was me. He did. He throw a spoon at it. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Amazing. It was such. a such a weird year. There is one. no spoon. Yeah. No, there isn't. But uh, it was about 2008, though, when that's when I first started experiencing more live games at Anfield because I could afford it. Yeah, so, when you can, yeah, it's basically. different. Other than when you know, when my dad used to take us to some, but where was the point where I actually was working and could actually afford the tickets and stuff? So from then on, we you know we kind of went to a lot of games. I've been to some you know cup so runs many. and things, cup runs and things like that. So that was kind of my. Well, look, I love a good cup game now. Experience. Well, speaking of cup moments and cup runs, <laughs> you know, let's talk about our best best moments. You know, I've as a Liverpool fan, I've experienced some. Um, and I think <laughs> as a Wigan fan, we'll go to you, Dumick, and there must be one highlight there with a, a nice At cup least. win. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, for me, you see, it's the FA Cup win in 2013. Yeah. Um, you know, when I started supporting Latics, if you'd have told me, you know, that we'd one day win the FA Cup, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, I, I was thinking about all my trips to Wembley. Um, watching Latics and I've been five times um, and I, I had to think and count and I thought going back 25 years to when I started watching him to think at, at one point you're going to have to like think back hard at how many times you've been to Wembley it just sounds like <laughs> it, it just sounds crazy to me that but um, yeah but the, I mean the FA Cup the entire day like we're saying a coach load of fans all close mates my brother all his friends um the entire day out down to Wembley, the game itself, um, the win, how it came oh, yeah. about, so you know, good. dramatic so circumstances good. right at the end. I've um, seen that a good few times and I don't even know why, I just have. Because it's against <laughs> the juggernaut money yeah, of Man exactly. City. Yeah. So everybody wants, everyone <laughs> yeah. other than I think Man City fans want Wigan to win that. Yeah, Everyone loves the giant killer, isn't it? That's one of the best yeah. things about the FA Cup is a giant killing. Like it is. so, yeah, like it's, it, it, it's it's perfect, isn't it? And for it to happen in the final mm. as well, like you can't get better than that, really. Hmm. Yeah, and we um, you know, we got relegated that season from the Premier League. Um, and a lot of people have said, "Oh, would you rather have stayed up than won the, the FA Cup?" And it's no, of course not. You know, no. it's, it's 
in years to come, you know, you're telling that story of how you won the FA Cup. That's something that people will want to listen to, you, your, your kids and your grandkids. They yeah. don't want yeah. to hear about the time you finished 17th in the Premier League. No. You know, it's... <laughs> no, and you came runners up. You, you know, that's... Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I get that. So, that's, uh... yeah, that, that for me, but... There's, there's been there's been several you know we've won we've won leagues lower leagues um, some shields and stuff also a windscreen shield yeah <laughs> yeah uh, we first trip to Wembley <laughs> we beat uh, Millwall yeah so that that's the wall out, but but yeah the the FA Cup hands down for me yeah no special special day that really was uh, what about yourself Oodles I don't particularly have many cup victory memories that I was cognizant of. Obviously, mm. I've looked back, you, you you go down that YouTube rabbit hole, don't you, and you pick your favourites from even before you were born and stuff like that. Um, it's been quite tough being a Leeds fan, to be fair, because yeah. since I've I've loved them, we've not won that much. I mean, we, we've won the, the odd shield and stuff like that and random cups that I've even forgot the name of myself. Um, it's the playoffs, but, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but um, like I've not felt as positive as I have than this year. You know what I mean? This we're back up. Yeah, we're a top flight club a, again. That must be it's a weird. So. Moment. It's like I, mean, I don't care what anyone. People love to rag on Leeds. It's 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 fashion. It's fashionable. It's one of those things people hate. We all hate Leeds scum. It's one of those things. That's a song that is official. It's an official song. For every club around the country. Yeah, every club around the world. And it's just it's just like, look at us now, bitches. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're back. I mean, I, I know we're not, going, we're not going to get relegated next season, so I'm not worried about no. that. We're not going to win it. I mean, I'd love it, but we're not. We can't. There's too many giants up there, but... We're making a we're making a statement, you know what I mean? We're coming, we're coming fire. We're, 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 it's going to take some time, but we're cutting. This is, to me, is one of the best memories in. Is you look at Leeds rap sheet, it's one of the best memories in years, yeah. decades. So, I can't wait. Get ready, boys. Get ready. <laughs> I also, I do love the fact. Looking that, forward to next weekend. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, when we get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the fact though, that when Leeds won. Uh, the championship and came back to Premier League was the same year that Liverpool won because that led just yeah. so much piss. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. many teams that don't like Liverpool, people that don't like Liverpool and Leeds, it's just like it's a double, I just, I, I can, I double just imagine, whammy. I can just yeah. imagine Man U sat there going, shit. <laughs> when you're like, when you're like, oh no, oh no, we're going to get killed again by the fans. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Uh, I mean, but it's yeah. probably, yeah, it's great. There's probably a few obvious ones for as a Liverpool fan for yourself, Biggie. But uh, yeah, if you want to touch on any your your personal favourite moments, it's really hard because um, in recent times we've we obviously we've taken a lot of stick, um, mm. especially considering that the the Premier League we haven't won it since it changed its name. It's the last time we won it. It was Division One. Um, so over the years we've taken a lot of stick over that. So yes, as I mentioned earlier, the, the thirty year gap. Um, That's massive, just, though. That's fucking it's written huge. on the wall, and we've been close. You know, a lot of people oh, who, yeah. don't, who might be listening that don't follow football may not realise that we have come close to winning it many a time mm. in those thirty years. But it's just that fact that we went from being such a successful club, seventies, eighties, just sort of going through this period in time of just 
Touristy, you've been there. You've been. You've, you've, you've been top fly. It's so weird. It's yeah, such a weird. Yeah, thing. like there's no way you can sit there and, and moan about being a Liverpool fan because we've won everything else yeah. in that time. Yeah, exactly. So, it's that, the last I, thing, isn't it? But it's yeah. But the league was that one thing that just hung over everyone. It's it was the white whale, like, wasn't it? No it's, one cared how many times. Yeah, we'd won the Champions League or we'd won the FA Cup or the league. Yeah. Club. Everyone just held that league title above us. So. But I mean the. The famous game in Barcelona, that final. I mean, I again watched that live, um, and I, I'd literally—I know you should never say it as a football fan, but I was on the cusp of giving up at half time. Um, no, we've we all been nil, there, mate. We were three 0 down in the final, and I just thought, "Yeah, how are we coming back from that? We've just been absolutely obliterated." I get the, on the car pitch. started. Yeah, and yeah, you know, and it's just again, such a strange turnaround in that second half, and to come out at the end, uh, madness. Yeah, emotion, emotions were just flying. But, you know, the, the previous year when we were 4-0 down to Barcelona in the first leg, Three, yeah. I, I just remember walking the dog the night that the second leg was on and I was talking to my mate on the phone. He's like, you're watching the game? And I was like, yeah, what's, I'm going to watch what's it. What's the point? But Honestly, that... Really? 4-0 down? Just how are we going to come back from that? <laughs> yeah. No, well, game. no, it was... What a game. Um, mm. That week was the week where... Top... We, 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 were, we were neck and neck with Man City for the title. And it looked like Leicester were about to do us a favour. And Vincent Company whacks in the greatest goal oh, he'll ever score in yes. his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely rocket. And it's Some like, goal. and we were th- it was 3 0. Um, sorry, Biggie, we were down from Barcelona. And oh, sorry. So, we, so we were 3 0 down. Man City had pretty much just wrapped the title up. And it was like, what a, what a fucking shit week this is. And mm. we went into that game feeling so deflated. But after it, it was like, like I said earlier, it, it made me cry. I was just like, mm. I, you yeah, know, I was... like the, 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 the champion, winning the Champions League that year was amazing. But that game is my favourite game, like from that mm. campaign. Because it was just, no one could imagine coming back from 3 0 down. It's crazy. But yeah, I'm, I'm similar to yourself, B. You know, we have that comeback. We've had that the Dortmund comeback. The FA Cup, Gerard's FA Cup final for that absolute Ooh. rocket right at the end. Um, <laughs> it's just. Yeah, it's it's uh, and the league this year just capped capped off for. Last it's a good of years. club to to be into for drama is Liverpool. I think I've oh, always said. Oh, that. I mean European nights. Yeah. People, you know, <laughs> it may sound like it's um, a cliche, but no one does European nights like Liverpool. Find me another club. <laughs> the amount of times that we've done something like that, these comebacks. I'm not arguing that we've with done, you. you. I can't. I don't think you can. Like we just. No. We just come back to. Them. Those European nights are so good, and uh, maybe Wigan Athletic. Yeah, I've experienced. I've experienced <laughs> one of them. Um, wasn't really a year that meant much, but um, I went to the Napoli game in 2010, and mm. um, we were one nil down. It was under the Roy Hodgson era where it was, he'd left Gerard on the bench, and it was just like this is just awful, awful football. Gerard comes on, bangs in a hat trick, he scores a goal in the 89th minute. And the 88th minute and the 89th minute, and we win 3 1. And he just, he basically just said, This is why you don't put me on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, and the end of that yeah, game, it was yeah. like, it was such a good game. Like it, was, it was Gerard's, like, it's just Gerard being Gerard, really. But yeah, that that's a, <laughs> that's an amazing moment for me. And yeah, like I said, like the league title this year was just unreal. Like mm. to just do it in such a fashion as well, you know, people wanted that 100 points. At end of it, yeah. I'm not too too fussed. We we lifted that title on 96 points, and I don't think you can get a more perfect number than that to lift the, the yeah, title for, for Liverpool. Very good so, point. 
Right, so we've all talked about um, what we love about football and what it means to us and talked about our moments. So we're just going to quickly touch on the Premier League coming up. We're not going to go into too much no. details. It's so exciting now. Oh, it is, yeah. There's just so many. <laughs> I mean, the, the, obviously the whole COVID-19 thing last year has kind of pushed things on weirdly. They're going to scrap a lot. Because it's been scrap... so fast. It's, it's been yeah. like three weeks and we're back in. They're going to scrap yeah. replays in the FA Cup. The, the League yeah. Cup is going to be a one-legged thing like that. It's yeah. Whether the Champions League goes back to two legs or not, we don't know <sighs> yet. But we don't know. You know what? I will. I'm happy that they've scrapped these five subs though, because I think that was pointless. I don't like that. I'm going to have to pay more yeah. money to watch Leeds play now, though. <laughs> yeah, As in, on, on the TV. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with fans as well. Like I said earlier, they're starting to let a few more fans in, so we'll see if that, you know, yeah, how that happens. goes. And hopefully, it'll be safe to do so. It'll be, uh, it'll be good. But yeah, we're just going to rattle through really our predictions. Um, so th- for those of you who don't know, this year uh, Liverpool go in there as champions. Uh, Fulham, Leeds, and West Brom all c- got promoted from the Championship. Yeah. And so yeah, and Chelsea have been on an absolute mad spending spree. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> they've signed everybody, but they've signed yes, a lot of they've signed a lot of great players, which makes it uh, which makes it quite interesting, really, because their manager Frank Lampard is very inexperienced. He's only had a couple of years in the management, but now he's got these uh, now he's got these players. We'll see what he can do. Anyway, yeah, so we, we wrote down some predictions. Um, yep. What I'm going to do is we're going to go through our predictions and then we we'll think we're going to come back for a football special at the end of the season, a reflection yeah. on the season. You probably you won't hear any more football chat in between then. And then we're going to go... We, we, we might even do it separately to the, the main thing and have it released on a different day. Yeah. Like, so we, so we, we haven't got time constraints then. We can chat to his arts content. And if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see how it goes. But then we'll bring up our predictions then. We'll see yeah. how it goes. We're so sorry for this episode. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. You know, we said I love it. We always said that we were going to do any, you know, sports, yeah, and entertainment, anything in between. So, where well, um, Jeebus does his badminton episode. <laughs> cannot wait for that. No, he's tea. He's tea drinkers episode. <laughs> I can't even. I couldn't even name a badminton player. Yeah. So I'm just. Uh, I hope people have stuck around for football chat, even if it wasn't your thing, because uh, you know I you might get into it. I'm hoping that we, uh, you know, our stories and whatnot was uh, insightful at least. But anyway, yeah, we're going to rattle through predictions, and I'm going to go start yeah. with the Oodles. Oodles, go. who's going to? By the way, we're going to stick to the Premier League. I know we've got other yep. leagues out there, and I know this, but we can't go for everything, so we're just going to. Other leagues to... are boring. No. Yeah, yeah, we're going <laughs> to. We'll 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 be doing like a three hour League One special, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> so so we're going to stick with the. Uh, with the Premier League, uh, and we're going to start with the Oodles, like I say. So, Oodles, who is your winner this year? Man City. Man City. Hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll go around in circles. Uh, Biggie, yours? I'm wearing the top, man. It's the Ooh, nice. Do you, do you make it? We're going to defend it. That'd be lovely to see. I, I also think Manchester City. There you go. I'm going heart all the way at Liverpool. So. I love it. Between them two easy, again, easy by the points for me and you, Dumican. Easy points. <laughs> so, top four oodles: Man City, Man U, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Biggie. LFC, Man City, Chelsea, United. Mm-hmm. Dumican. 
Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United. And I'm, I'm exactly the same. So we're all going to the same there. We all it's think as it's if gonna, we know the spot. Yeah, it's like we're going to end up. I appreciate everyone now. We're just rattling off a bunch of names and everything, but it's just so. It'll come to you know, fruition later. It'll come to fruition later, year. and we can all have a good laugh at like who predicted stuff and who was predicted something stupid let us know so. your predictions as well on twitter yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, throw some predictions out as what you think uh exactly. relegation where are we going noodles top three relegated teams I, I, uh, i've gone i've gone two because these are the two that count uh but i can i can make another one up so uh crystal palace hopefully chef united and mm. one i'm making up fulham okay biggie uh villa fulham and west brom who Villa, Crystal Palace, and I see it's sad, but I'm going to go with I'm going to go with West Ham. West Ham, Ooh. and I'm going with West Brom, Crystal Palace, and Brighton. So a few of us thinking Crystal Palace there. Palace are out. Get out of there. Mm. Uh, right, uh, FA Cup and League Cup winners. Oodles. Uh, I've gone Arsenal. FA Cup. Both. Yeah. Both? Yep. Okay, yep. great. Yep. Yep. Arsenal Biggie. both. Uh, Arsenal, FA Cup, Chelsea for the League Cup. Yeah, uh, Manchester City for the FA Cup mm-hmm. and Chelsea for the League Cup. I've gone, unfortunately, Man United for the FA Cup and Spurs for the League Cup. Oh, hey, now that's a shout. I think Never going to happen. I think Jose is going <laughs> to try and go for a cup this year. I don't think he's going to get mm. top four, so I think he'll try and focus on winning some silverware. First, mm. first manager sacked. Who's the who's in for the uh, chopping block first? Oodles. I've put Roy Hodgson. Biggie for obvious Ooh. reasons. Marino, I think Klopp's going to continue Ooh. his uh, reputation and take him out again. <laughs> Do me, uh, David Moyes. Yeah, good uh-huh. shout, good shout. I've gone Roy Hodgson. I think his time's up there. there. Yeah, bye. So, yeah, uh, top scorer. Oodles. Raheem Sterling. Oh, interesting. Mm. Uh, I've got to go for Mane. I think his time's coming. Yeah, do you mean? Uh, I'll go with, uh, you know, it, if he stays. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, Obama, Obama Young. Obama Young again. Third, uh, be yeah. third. Oh, Barley got it this year, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, I'm, go- I'm going more Salah. I think uh, he's dis- that makes dis- sense. disappointed that he missed out getting that three in a row and he'll want it again. Yeah. So. Uh, Dark we also Hawk. put in reserve Messi in case he comes over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we, said, took, we haven't even he touched on Messi, right. we? we haven't yeah. touched on Messi, have we? Which uh, he said he's staying. Yeah, I allegedly. thought we'd, we'd have a bit of time to touch on him, but really he ended up staying, so we don't really have much to talk about now. Yeah. A, bit, a bit of a saga, but then he ended up staying. So okay. Anyway, last one: <laughs> Dark Horses. So Dark Horses. I'm looking at people who do be- basically do better than you expected. So li- this year I'd have said Leicester or Sheffield United, someone like that would have been Dark Horses. So who's going to be the Dark Horse this year? Oodles. Leeds United. Big E. I'm in agreement with Oodles. They've got a great Thank manager. You. I think they'll do very well this year. Do you meet? Uh, I'm going to say Everton. Oh. Uh, Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> they say that every never, year, Everton. Never heard of him. <laughs> yeah. Who are them? Blue and white shade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I say it to annoy you too, to be honest. <laughs> Everton are always reckoned that the dark horses every year. Top four. Top four. <laughs> anyway. 
Uh, my dark horse is also Leeds. I think they're going to finish in the top eight because I think Bielsa's <laughs> great. So exciting. So, yeah. The only time ever to the top four is if it's alphabetically. <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> Um, great so yeah well i'll write those all down i'll go back through and uh, write everyone's predictions down and then we'll bring it up again at the end of the season and see how everyone I got look on. forward to winning those predictions yeah well we need, wanna... a, we need we need to come up we, we won't do it now but we'll come up with a forfeit and we'll come up with a yeah, winner yeah yeah, yeah we'll maybe 10 keepy up is outside or something like that <laughs> filmed <laughs> yeah maybe biggie I'll have, maybe biggie has to stream dark souls too Oh, no. <laughs> so um there's a twitter account called uh called out of context football manager oh is it and they they've simulated the 2021 season 100 times in football manager <gasps> uh the winners of the premier league 46 times out of 100 were man city followed by, followed by liverpool with 37 37 out of 100 times and and then Third were Spurs and Chelsea, seven times each. Wow. Um, <laughs> something else in, in it as well. Uh, the Ballon d'Or winner with 28 mm. times out of 100 was Kylian Mbappe. <laughs> and at number two, it was 17 times. Do you want to have a guess at what player it was? Ooh. Lewandowski? He should have won it oh, this he, year. He, which is, he was third. Yeah. He... Van Dijk. <laughs> no, Paddy Bamford. It was Roberto Firmino. Oh, oh. That's, a very bit, that's a bit of a yeah, he is, but that's a bit of a left curl, a left baller, isn't it? It's just mm. yeah, unless he goes on a pretty scoring run, uh, <laughs> he's brilliant. Very... But yeah, uh, that's on that subject, Matt, very quickly, do you guys play football games at all? Yes, uh, too much. Um, I gave up. Not, not. I used to play uh, Pro Evo. Yeah. When it was good, I was a uh, Pez man and football manager. That's I'm it. not allowed yeah. to play manager games anymore because football manager. No. I have not played. For I'm not allowed. Years. <laughs> yeah, I tried. No, I, I have. I, I did. T- I have said like the next one that comes out in November. I'm. I, I'm going to get it and don't and play it again. Yeah. Why would you do this to yourself? Oh, it's such a good game. But I, I tried I this year. Game. I did. I, I. I. It came out on Game Pass the last one, and I. I went into it, and it's just there's too many systems now. Can't Don't get it on up. Switch because it's a simplified version and it's so addictive. And it's on <laughs> yeah. Switch. Don't do it. Don't so, and I'm 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 level at FIFA now. It's just so bad that I I, just, I can't get past a certain level. So I've got to the point no, where I, I can't. I can't I beat can't. people. I just, I, just no. I, I don't like playing against a computer. I like. To I do don't it like on, not online. winning. Yeah, and I can't beat people, so I just <laughs> gave up. I said no football games. <laughs> Rocket League, the best football game. Yeah, yeah, I think that one. League. Yeah, Blitzball. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. Blitz ball. Right. So we're going to move on from modern escapism uh, with that and our predictions, and we're going to go to the Inquisition and just pick out a few of the replies that we got from uh, our listeners via uh, Twitter and other means, and we're just going to quickly rattle through, you know, their thoughts and touch on them. So, uh, Biggie, what the people uh, yeah, say. The, the question that uh, was put out was uh, tell us who you support, why you love the game, your first experiences, favourite memories, heroes and predictions ahead of the season. So one of our regular uh, responders, uh, Monkey, uh, Monk's boy. Um, Damn you, nicely, Monkey. 
put the uh, It's Crowd gif straight up, uh, which if you want to check our Twitter, you'll have an understanding what yeah. that says. Basically, that's uh, uh, from the It Crowd, IT Crowd, or whatever you want to say it, where yeah. the two uh, IT nerds who don't know football get dragged along to a game. and they just sports. Yeah, they just spout out <laughs> all... all, all nonsense to try and keep up with the game and go uh, teams pretty That's much great. yeah yeah great episode uh then we have uh ben Munro. uh at, i'm gonna say at x ben blaster x or just ben blaster uh he's put arsenal the lows can be really low as an arsenal fan i know but mm-hmm. when the highs come along they're out of this world no feeling like it playing as arsenal in fifa 06 was what got me into football and arsenal Aaron Ramsey's favourite ever player and top four, please. Arsenal are definitely one of those teams that just have that high and low, without but, a doubt. Yeah, Ben's just come into that just at the wrong point, though, hasn't he? Yeah. Like, just as the point where Arsenal's like... It really has. Yeah, a couple of years ago, the Invincibles, and they were taking on Man United. And that's about the point where Arsenal kind of started to, in the league drip anyway. And they've, you've obviously had their FA Cup wins over the last few years. but It's, uh... it's interesting as well that like uh, his, his goal is like to finish in the top four when a few years back, finishing the top four, they were getting angry about that. Yeah. This is all we ever do, finishing the top four. We want to win the league. I always now. thought, I always see Arsenal as a silverware club anyway. They're just they're, yeah. they're like a trophy rather than... I, I, I think uh, Arteta might be able to do something with them though he's, he's, he's had some good wins against the top teams recently they're an interesting team to, so, to watch I've always, I've always I've always liked watching them I always yeah. like to see what they're, yeah. what they're getting up to so yeah but I, but I will say though if they lose Aubameyang I think they're not I think they're screwed <laughs> yeah they are where do the, where the goals come from where do the goals come from if they don't have him god so, we'll see anyway moving on uh, yeah just uh, one for Dumakin here the real rider at Ryder underscore five five five, uh, his team is Wigan Athletic. There's two of you. Uh, good man. Good man. <laughs> uh, his second choice was because it's beautiful. Good old grassroots footy at Springfield Park. Winning the FA Cups. Another shout out for that. Um, favorite managers, I think, is Robert. Is that? No, oh, that's that, that was his heroes. He's put in there. So sorry. Yeah, thank you. And uh, Roberto Martinez and Ben Watson, and then he put Manu or Stolshite. That's his prediction. I like his prediction. That's a good prediction. Great. I can get yeah. on board with that prediction. Great, great response. Yeah. Great response. Uh, ninety plus ink at ninety plus ink. Uh, he's put Liverpool fellow Copite. Uh, the buzz of a late winner. Um, I love this bit. The cop end burger van at seven or eight years old. Is it good? Uh, or was yeah. it good? I don't know, that's that's what uh, one of his fond, fond, fondest memories, earliest memories yeah. was. Yeah, I do love a good burger. But I do always get a burger before. There's there's a yeah. there's a burger some van outside onions. Yeah, really? outside Anfield that we always go to. <laughs> it's like a pre-match ritual. Always got to go get your burger or hot dog. Oh, aye. Uh, he's mentioned uh, Shenchenko Park, in Kiev. Yeah, the fan park from that final. He absolutely mm. he absolutely loves that. Um, they went there and uh, obviously the result wasn't great but the build up and the celebration yeah, with yeah. the fans pre-game was huge mm. and uh, quite rightly refers to uh, Gerard dragging us to Champions League in an FA Cup I mean Gerard unfortunately never lifted the trophy with us for the Premier League still still a legend yeah oh yeah absolutely so and uh, friend predi- of the show sorry go on his prediction there like that the Reds win the title on the final day I'm not sure I can take that though. 
the nerves of having nah. to win it on the final day. Nah. Give, give me, give me, give me two or three games before yeah. the end. So that'll yeah, do. So you, yeah, a nice cushion. He does good. He does good artwork. Um, I've got some on my wall actually. So check out yeah. Ninety Plus Inc. Yeah, check out oh, his Instagram brilliant. and check out his Twitter. Um, Will do. He doesn't just do. He doesn't just do Liverpool stuff either. So yeah, check him out. He seems to be sponsoring this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a friend of the show, M. Flem. Um, Mm-hmm. He's put his predictions, and he's a Newcastle fan. Uh, he's put Mike cool. Ashley, Newcastle owner, gets kidnapped by the eighth game. Is only released once he signs the club to someone that cares. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mike Ashley's not popular. Um, <laughs> he wants to buy some gaffer tape and a van by the seventh game. <laughs> Love that. Uh, Liverpool to win the league, and he's preferred to Leeds uh, to finish in the top half. Yeah, I can get behind. I can get behind all of that. Yeah, lovely. Uh, then we've got Luke Dolsk. Uh, sports Leicester loves football because there's nothing greater than standing in front of thousands of people wanting the same thing. Not Leicester, they're in. <laughs> the acceleration, rush of emotion when your team scores, the noise in the stand, hugging, uh, just because yeah. the guys kicked a ball in the net. Uh, it's great. Uh, there's some other stuff that I'd like to refer to, but I don't think I could. Nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit colourful. A lot of the, lot of the show is on Twitter. A lot of the show is on Twitter. Get on it. Yeah, his 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 uh his first memory involves not even the Leicester game, but there's a lot of colourful language there. Yeah, so, yeah. Get, get, in, get involved yeah. on our Twitter. <laughs> Do it, please. Uh, yeah, winning the league. <laughs> Uh, celebration of Victoria Park after the parade. Schmeichel saving the penalty against Sevilla in the Champions League last mm. 16. The I best don't think you can get better attended. than that Leicester league win, can you? No. Yeah. Even, even, even against all odds. Yeah, even like teams like Liverpool absolutely romping it, and and this year and and Arsenal, Man City the last the, two years, the, and the, Arsenal's that invincibles. Leicester, that Leicester yeah. run that they had recently that nearly bankrupt Paddy Power, the, the bookmakers. Because people were, they put that bet, they put the bet on their team. Oh, I put, I put it on for Leicester every year. They never do it, and then they fucking did it. Yeah, the odds were like really. The, yeah. the odds, the odds for one. a club winning the league have never been that high. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so not risking that again. They're not risking it again. Paddy Power like fucked. We fucked it this year, lads. I tell you what, though, yeah. God knows. That's the same season that he didn't he have like this winning scoring streak. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he scored like thirteen in a row, or something stupid yeah. like that. Yeah. It's just incredible. It was stuff. just this. Yeah, it, it just got to the point where he was like, "Yeah, they'll uh, we'll get to Christmas, they'll fade away. We'll yeah. get to Jan, they'll fade away. We'll get to Fe- <laughs> it, it's March. It wasn't even them that, not fading away. Want, What's going on? It wasn't them that faded away. It was everyone else. I mean, they looked. They exactly. won the league. They won the league on seventy-eight points. They finished on eighty-one, Destroyed but they won it on seventy-eight. We had to like Liverpool and Man City in that recently. have had to get to like ninety odd points to odd, secure yeah. the league. Secure the league, yeah. Like <laughs> so, they, they just uh, it just happened at the right time for them, didn't it? I mean, and it's crazy to think that the season before they got they were mm. almost relegated, got pulled out of relegation zone, and then go and do that the next season. So you love to see it, yeah. It, that's it. that is what football is all about. Mm. It's absolutely amazing. You know, that's probably one of the greatest <laughs> league wins ever. So mm. being a Leicester fan is, I mean, apart if, from last season, yeah, yeah, they they cocked it up a bit after the co- <laughs> after the COVID break. They really should have finished top four. I don't know what yeah. happened there, really, but you know, Vardy, Vardy, he finished the top scorer, and you still they still didn't manage to get oh, top man. four. Yeah, so. that's weird. I mean, I think going off that on Luke's his bottom bit here about where his prediction for the league, I think says it all. Really, I looked yeah. at Biggie Reed that out. 
Uh, yeah, bottom half, uh, fixture congestion with the Europa League and the thin squad will see a struggle to full teams, probably. Yeah. Yep. It's not easy on those teams, is it, when they... I'd rather they wouldn't, like, you know, for all these faults, um, I do like Brendan Rodgers. Um, I think, you know, you had yeah. that amazing season with us. Um, so I would like him to do well. So, you know, I hope Leicester don't do that. We'll see, I'd, yeah. I'd like to see him become one of those regular top six, top four teams. Just breaking it up a little bit. As long as we win the league, everyone else can just <laughs> do what they want. Do what they want, yeah. So, if I may, there's two more I want to read out. Yep. Uh, yep. There's one from uh, Aaron Marin Heath. Uh, he says, "I support Mansfield Town. I'm a ticking season. Sorry, say that again. I am a season ticket holder. I think. Not sure what's happening with it due to COVID. You know, no. it's not something you've really talked about. Is how that affects the fans that have season tickets." Yeah, really I've never, I've never had one, so I wouldn't. I, that's no, the thing. Well, you know, I like I've mentioned uh, a couple of guys. The guys in my WhatsApp group, some of them are season ticket holders, and they don't really know what's going on. The Liverpool had launched something saying, "Oh, well, it might be a first come, first serve kind of thing for tickets." Wow. Um, we will see. There's not really any much information about it. Yeah, we can't um, even predict that, can we? Yeah. We'll just see what happens. It's just we just it's one of those things we have to see what happens. I mean, they're absolutely gutted. And hit, yeah, fa- hitting the fact be. that they just don't have that match day experience anymore at the moment. It's like we're all watching it at home or, you know, starting to go back into the pubs recently, but we're all just kind of it's watching it. Still not the same. No, they're, it's not. Local what... working men's, you're not even allowed to stand, like, sit down, yeah. sit down, you know what I mean? Fucking, can't even cheer. We're watching it. We're all watching it together, chatting over WhatsApp as goals go in and stuff that happens. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's become the norm at the moment, so... The quicker this virus Weird. fucks off, the better. Just for everything. Yeah. Just not yeah. good football, for everything. So, yeah. It's but, a shame. Uh, Aaron goes on to say uh, he watches a bit of football on TV, especially the international tournaments, which he soaks himself in. But for for me, it's the live experience I adore. The pre-match pint with my dad, the walk to the ground, the anticipation, the shared experience with the crowd, the laughing when someone shouts something witty at the terrible ref. Yeah. The, pre- the premiership is great and all that but for me it's the local teams and rivalries um, I love this my first game I must have been about 7 probably in 1985 I had a few quid and it was a toss up between fish and chips and going to see the game with my dad granddad and some obscure second uncles I went to the game <laughs> after some prodding we won 2-0 with goals from Keith Cassells he's 63 now grimacing and wow. Ian Stringfellow it was freezing and I was bored to fuck. After the game, <laughs> the, the granddad asked me if I enjoyed the game. He said I would have preferred the fish and chips. Wow. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> what, a, what a great memory, though, yeah. Yeah, you'll never forget uh, that one. There's uh, another one that came from Brian Jones. He's a fellow cop. I just want to say thanks for sending that in. Uh, but I'm going to go on to uh, Martin DG at the Degoose. Tottenham is my team. For the love of the game, probably everything. I love the tactics, watching any matches, even all the pre-season friendlies. I get well into what formations teams play, how they play, what form they're in. I will literally watch anything. I've even watched Belarus football during the lockdown. <laughs> so what? wasn't. <laughs> no, I didn't go that far. I waited till the Bundesliga came back, watched a few games, and I was like, oh, I can't be bothered That's not this. the same I wait, either. I wait till the Premier League's back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he just goes on to say his first experience of football uh, was what got him into the big time was again Italian 90. I was into football and played as a youth, but Italian 90 got me hooked. England did so well. Lineker and Gazza were his heroes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. They were pretty special players. Awesome. Great. I just want to, I know you slipped, 
skipped over Brian uh, there, but I just want to share his favourite memory. It's Wembley 2012 that he went with his daughter and seeing us lift the trophy. Um, she, she'd never seen anything like that, and I know that's really wow, special. Yeah. Really oh, special, so, yeah, yeah really special memory for him. So, uh, yeah, those moments that now that we're adults, we could take our kids to, you know. I'm hoping that one of my girls might want to come with me one day. But my uh, kid just likes Fortnite, not Fortnite. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, my my my, my lad will take the fish and chips at the minute. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My you can't force it on them. You've just no. got to let it my, happen. Yeah. My daughter I, like pretend- I say, I, I was like 10 years old when I really got into it. Yeah, so it takes me a while. Too. Yeah, my daughter pretends to be into football when she wants to stay up late when there's a night game yeah. on. Oh, you yeah. said I could watch <laughs> yeah. football with you? I was like, me, it starts yeah. at 8 o'clock. You're not you don't going. need your iPad while you're watching football. Yeah. You- <laughs> yeah. My daughter enjoyed when I was shouting at the screen. And she kept asking yeah. me to keep doing it even though nothing was happening. <laughs> <laughs> You just keep going, referee. That's all you have to do. <laughs> anyway, that's that's been uh, great, lads. Um, I'm really happy. Uh, I've enjoyed that, for, mate. Yeah, for you, like, to hear your experiences and everything. It's uh, It's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm hoping mm. that everyone uh, enjoyed that, and especially those that you aren't really into football, that you uh, you found that uh, a good listen. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, all that's left, Dima uh, is just going to run over the socials, and then we'll say goodbye. So, do you meet? Yep. So you can get in contact with us via Twitter at Modern Escapism. You can also email us at modernescapismpod at gmail.com. Eventually, you'll be able to contact us via the website at modern-escapism.buzzsprout.com. Also, 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 you would like to join the Modern Escapism Fantasy Football League, you can do so by heading over to fantasy.premierleague.com. Uh, registering your team and entering the league code RNN1WJ. Can I also thank Angry Kurt, who was very chilled out actually, to point out that I set it up wrong the first time. So thanks, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we've got a really exciting thing happening, uh, not not to do with football, with uh, Biggie. Haven't we, Biggie? Do you want to explain to people what's happening very soon? Not particularly. <laughs> I'm afraid you're going to have to. The, yeah. The tw- yeah, Twitter's spoken, mate. Come on. Yeah, go yeah. for it. All right, next Friday, uh, probably aiming for about nine o'clock, all being ah. well, I'm going to, for the very first time, play Dark Souls. And I will be streaming it for all of you. That It'll really be tomorrow to if you're me. listening this on day one. Won't it? So, yeah. Uh, looking forward to it and not. And I don't know what I'll be doing and I'm sure there's going to be hopefully some chat telling me, so do this, go there, don't pick that up, put that on. What you I'm doing. so excited. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be interesting either way. I hope I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah you can, can find it at twitch, twitch.tv forward slash modern escapism. Yeah, I'll link on. I think that's what it is. Oh, is it modern escapism pod? No, it's modern yeah. escapism. I, I, I'll link on, yeah. on Twitter, so check it out on there. Lovely. Come join me. Wonderful. <laughs> Prepare to die. Right, guys. It's uh, it's getting on, and I've enjoyed that. So all that's left to say is... I've got thank- work in the morning. Yeah, me too. Thank you all for uh, for tonight, and uh, thank you, Oodles. You're welcome, mate. Cheers. Thank you, Dimikun. Cheers for hosting. Yeah, and thank you, Biggie. Yeah, cheers, mate. Great job. And uh, I want to say thank you very much to our listeners and goodbye. And I'm going to leave you with words from the late, great Sir Bobby Robson about football. What is a club in any case? 
not the building or the directors or the people who paid to represent it. It's not the television contracts, get out clauses, marketing departments or executive boxes. It's the noise, the passion, the feeling of belonging, the pride in your city. It's a small boy clambering up the stadium steps for the very first time, gripping his father's hand, gawping at the hallowed stretch of turf beneath him, without being able to do a thing about it, falling in love.